0: Welcome to Nobody's Podcasting. I'm Danny. And I'm Trevor. This week we're finally back in the booth, so it's a long one. We start light with comic books and their movie counterparts and then take things into heavier territory. We're breaking the social taboo by diving deep into racism and politics on this one, so strap in. Uh, Hello, everybody, and welcome to uh, Nobody's Podcasting. Again, after a kind of long hiatus, we're finally back.
1: Yeah, technical difficulties and scheduling troubles. Sorry about that.
0: Episode 9, though, fine. Yeah, so it it was really like a weird mix of like scheduling and um, like technical hiccups and we just couldn't get together. And it was like one week kind of went by and then like another week kind of went by and then we were kind of trying to make a last ditch effort to make it in today because then I'll be traveling this weekend and we won't be able to do it. Like damn. Yeah, it's it's been a
1: rough rough couple weeks to get in and uh, get this one recorded. So, but we're finally here, finally finally getting it done. So, yay! Yeah, it feels good. It feels
0: good to be back. We're still having a little bit of a technical hiccup. So, if you know, I mean, we listened to it before. Like we listened to a playback. We were kind of fucking around with some stuff, and we didn't hear anything. But there might be a little bit of a buzzing, uh, kind of in the background. We'll try to keep it to a minimum. I don't know where it's coming from.
1: Nah, I don't know. But yeah, I didn't I didn't hear anything on the playback, so I'm I'm guessing that maybe it's just for just for us, not for the not for the audience.
0: Yeah. So Good. It's, just, it's like it's like our own little secret. Yeah. Our own secret buzzing. It's it's a pretty annoying secret. It really is. It it's is it's like uh I don't know, having like chlamydia and not telling anybody. Yeah, that would I mean I guess
1: it would what, be is, annoying to have it, chlamydia, but like nobody else
0: would be annoyed by it. I mean, I, until, well, you know, it's like until... Your own, it's your own annoying secret, though, yeah. until you, like, spread the secret. Though... <laughs> yeah. uh, Depends on how you spread the secret. I guess I don't actually know. Like, I know the word chlamydia, but I don't actually know what it is. Is it I, painful? I have no it idea. It sounds like something that's painful.
1: I, I, isn't it the one that burns when you pee? Isn't that chlamydia? I is it? I don't know. I've never had an STD. That's so. like... That's also like the clap,
0: right? Is that another name for the I, I clap? Think,
1: I think, yeah, I think the clap is slang for is the slang term for chlamydia. I think so. I think those, because I know cl- the clap is a slang term for, for an ST, STD or an STI. I think it's slang for chlamydia.
0: Well, And that's one that burns when you pee, right?
1: Yeah, I think so. I don't know. I don't know. It's all awful. Yeah. I mean, there's probably no good STD or STI.
0: Wouldn't uh, that be some shit? Like, you, you, like, catch like some special STD? It gives you, like, superpowers. Oh, man. That would be kind of cool, though. Like, ah, uh, fuck. Like that'd, be, like, that'd
1: be the phone call you'd be looking forward to making, right? Like, all the other STDs, if you gave it to some or you found out, like, you didn't know you had it, and you had sex, and then you found out, like, oh, you have chlamydia. Like, well, fuck, now I gotta call these people and, and tell them that they need to get tested. That's gonna be super awkward. But, like, with that one, like, you go in, you have sex with somebody, and then you go in, you get tested, or whatever, and you find out, well, you have... You know, uh, the superhuman STI. Like, you know, you you have super strength, but other people might experience the symptoms in different ways. And you're like, fuck, I need to call everybody. Like, hey, guess what? You might be able to fly or
0: some shit because I've got superhuman. Well, what if it was like, um, it's still like looked down upon? like in some weird way like you just go in to take a piss one morning after having like unprotected sex like you hook up with somebody and then you go home and in the morning you go to take your morning piss and it just like shoots right through the toilet <laughs> everything explodes and like you give them a call like hey is there something you want to fucking tell me about uh,
1: it'd be kind of funny though like just piss in a stream like that just fucking oh god I can cut my house Superman has to be able to do that. Oh, you would imagine so, yeah. There's There's been debate on uh, on the whole thing with Superman like that. Like, I've, I've heard bits and pieces because, like, the, the argument is because Superman is superhuman, his ejaculate would just, like, fucking shoot out like crazy. Like, you would kill a normal person. So, therefore, if Superman would bear children, the only person, the only woman who would be capable of doing so with him would be Wonder Woman. Because she'd be the only one who could handle him coming inside of her without it killing her but even she's like not on
0: his level though is she she's
1: a she's like a demigod
0: i think she's just like like a well i don't know i don't like dc i don't so either. i don't really <laughs> i don't really follow i thought like i thought it was funny that her one like her weakness was getting tied up
1: yeah that's a little uh weird
0: that's uh, that's not you know, that's not sexist at all. <laughs> yeah,
1: no, right. Um, I don't know if the if the if the new Wonder Woman movies are to be believed though. Like Wonder Woman is like a, a demigod; she's like a daughter of Zeus.
0: Yeah. So I, you she, always got to take like the movies with like. A grain yeah, of salt. I know,
1: but generally with their origins, like when they explain that stuff, they generally stick pretty closely to the original source material. The rest of the stories are usually pretty; they're not like source material exactly but like that kind of stuff like with Batman like they have always stuck with the source material for Batman and same with Spider-Man and everything like that even in the movies um whereas they'll change a lot of other stuff about it but uh so I guess I don't know like I I, but I've never read you know I don't know I've never read any Wonder Woman comics I don't know her origin story I know she's an an Amazonian um and she has the lasso that forces people to tell the truth. And she's like superhuman in her own way. She's super strong, fast, all that good stuff. But other than that, I don't really, I don't know much about her character or her origin story. So I, I don't know.
0: Yeah, the like the little bit of like experience that I have with Wonder Woman stuff has all been almost exclusively video games. Yeah, um, like Injustice, where she's like a cunt. So <laughs> like she's like way not a, a hero in that one. In either one of them, and I guess like they made a, they made like an MMO like a long time ago called uh, DC Universe Online, mm-hmm. uh, which was actually pretty fun, and it's probably the best thing that DC has ever made outside of Injustice. Hmm.
1: Um, I never played the Injustice games. I did. <clears throat> the only DC games I played were uh, like, well, okay, th- that's probably not true. I played games way back when too, but the most recent were like the Arkham games the Batman Arkham games those were a lot of fun but
0: those are those are really solid for especially for a Batman game yeah but uh yeah i don't know i don't really know about her but yeah i don't know i also so something that always bothered me like even when i was like a kid this always bothered me like lex luthor is like 100% right
1: um I guess I don't remember much about like I used to watch the old Superman cartoon when I was a kid but I don't remember much about it. Uh so you'll have to you'll have to jog my memory
0: on well, that. Well it really like boils down to like his whole issue with Superman is that he's an alien, not a human and he has these crazy superhuman powers that make him virtually unstoppable. And that's kind of fucking dangerous. <laughs> I mean yeah. Yeah. That, okay,
1: yeah, so, na- yeah, I'm remembering that. So, yeah, that was, like, Lex Luthor's whole thing is, like, you're a super-powered alien that could just destroy anything you want whenever, and nobody can fucking do anything, and that's kind of a problem. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I guess I could definitely get that.
0: And then, like, the whole counter to that was, like, Superman's, like, got, like, a pure heart, and he's a good guy, and and this and that. But then there's, like, countless storylines of him going bad. Oh, yeah. And then that's the whole issue. is yeah. just, oh, well, now he's bad. What the fuck are we going to do? And yeah. in the meantime, like, Lex Luthor's, like, in the back, like, no, I told you so. Like, this is kind of <laughs> what I've been talking about for 37 years now. Right.
1: Well, yeah, because there's, like, Dark Superman. And I've seen it a couple times. I've thought about checking it out because, like, the DC live-action movies, I mean, I guess they've been getting better. Shazam's supposed to be really good. But aside from, like, the DC live-action movies tend to be garbage. Uh, but the animated movies are actually really good, usually. Though. that's
0: that's That's true.
1: They're fun to watch. They're, they they actually adhere to the original source material pretty closely. And, and they're usually well-voiced, well-animated, and everything like that. And I've seen one a couple times at the store, and I've been thinking about picking it up. Check it out. It's called Red Sun. And it's like an alternate storyline, as if Superman had landed in Soviet Russia right. rather yeah. than the United States. So it's like, yeah, like, okay, so he's like... And that's the thing, like, a lot of people skip over. Well, he's pure-hearted, and he's a good guy, and this and that. It's like, yeah because he was raised by people who were considered to be very very good kind people. Like what if he had been raised by anybody else? And that's I think that's basically what Red Sun explores is what if he had been raised in Soviet Russia as opposed to America. Now granted Soviet Russians are going to look at him like he's a good guy because all of it is a matter of perspective. Good and bad is a matter more of matter of perspective when it comes to certain things. Um If you believe you're on the side of good, then, of course, anybody who fights with you, you're going to think, oh, well, they're good. Right. But, you know, from the perspective of, like, the USSR was bad, then the USSR having a superpowered fucking alien that can destroy anything and is nigh unstoppable is problematic for everybody else who thinks the USSR was bad. (laughs) <laughs> right, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, like I get, I get the whole like Lex Luthor thing. He was definitely right, um, and that's why. Like, okay, so Batman versus Superman, the live action, is generally regarded as being a bad movie, and I've never watched it, so I have no personal opinion to go on with that. However, I did watch the animated one where they show. I can't remember if it was called Batman versus Superman or not, but they do have like old uh, Bruce Wayne um yeah. donning the cape and cowl one last time and he has to fight Superman and he's got the Superman suit. Yeah. And he just like he fucking takes a lot of hits and almost dies in the fight but he was able to like beat Superman and his whole thing was like the United States government sent Superman after Batman to stop him because he like like at this point he's just he's done giving a shit. He's done with the I'm just going to put you in jail thing. He's like no, you're going to fucking die now. And it was becoming problematic, so they sent Superman after him, and he proves that he could beat Superman.
0: Well, no. So, okay, so that one is the like the Frank Miller um, Batman Dark Knight uh, cartoon movie. Was it called Dark Knight? Yeah. Oh, there's okay. there's, there's yeah, two of one. them. And he's still like, if I remember right, he isn't merking people. Um, I don't remember exactly why they're going after him. Wasn't he? I thought he was. Maybe no, I'm thinking of two different ones. He, he doesn't. He ends up like fighting the Joker again and the Joker dies, but he doesn't do it. Yeah. The Joker killed himself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I don't know. That's another one. I'm so, I don't know. With DC, there, there are some good animated movies like for sure under the red hood. I thought was really good. Yeah. Um, that one was but good. I'm like, I'm so worn out of DC stuff just because like it's, I don't know. Like when you think DC, you really only think Superman, Batman, Joker. Right, yeah. Um and that's really it. And like the Joker always loses and Batman always wins and Superman always wins and it's just like they're so dumb. Like I I, I hate when there's like no struggle. Yeah. No. And like they they put in obviously, they put in a struggle, but it's not really. Right. Like never really a struggle. Like you have some guy who just is magically um like with with batman his superpower is just that he's rich right like that's it he was a billionaire as a child who could spend his money on whatever he wanted and so he spent it on training like that was it and then he spent it on gadgets and he's like he's like tony stark right like a super genius magically because apparently you become a genius if your kid if you parents get shot in front of you apparently that's something that happens um and it's not just that he's a genius but that he automatically on the fly has the answer to every question and has already thought of every eventuality like like dr strange right it's like he knows one million possible outcomes of every little step that everyone on the planet takes at any given time like even though he's supposed to just be, like, a normal guy. Right. And they just magically, like, have that in there. Like, oh, yeah, he can definitely, like, fucking read the future.
1: Well, and I will say, though, the difference between Batman and Doctor Strange in that sense is, like, they actually explain it for Doctor Strange. Like, in the Marvel Universe, magic is real, and Doctor Strange has the ability, the magical ability, to do that shit. Right. In the DC Universe, Bruce Wayne is just a dude with gadgets. Like, he like they have no way to explain how he's like 500 steps ahead of everybody all the time no matter what. He's yeah. just he, oh he's the world's greatest detective. Like I don't give a fuck.
0: Yeah, so this is like it's my issue with Batman and Superman was like there were there was a time that like I remember where Batman was a detective. Like he, yeah. had, he had to like try to figure things out. Oh yeah. And there there was a time where Superman was just a super Man, like he was from Krypton, but he he couldn't fly. He couldn't shoot laser beams. Mm-hmm. He could breathe really hard, and he could jump really high, and he could run really fast, and he was super strong. And that was it. Mm-hmm. And now he is the physical representation of every mythical god rolled into one. Right. Like he's absolutely untouchable. And uh, it's just it's fucking retarded. I just hate those. Yeah it well and the thing with superman is they
1: took they they wrote themselves into a corner so they had to invent a weakness and what a ridiculous weakness like what what what's his his weakness is being in close proximity to irradiated chunks of his home planet that somehow landed here
0: there's a lot of them too yeah it's like, like
1: it, it it they make it sound like it's super rare and it it's like every fucking episode of any superman thing ever the bad guys have a piece of crypt, kryptonite yeah, or just out of Always. fucking nowhere.
0: Every time, it's like it's like his parents put him in that little pod and like sent him out into space, and then they immediately turn around, <laughs> like, okay, like those like eighty-seven million tons of just dirt. Yeah, go ahead and shoot those off too. Right. Make sure it follows the exact same trajectory as that ship. That way, they get to the same place, just in case there's a yellow sun there.
1: Yeah. And yeah, he had he had two weaknesses. Okay, yeah, technically two weaknesses. Kryptonite, and he couldn't see through lead. His X-ray vision was blocked by lead.
0: Yeah, so they've also thrown out there in recent times that he is particularly weak against magic, which few uh, few characters can wield.
1: Yeah, it's not like Marvel where, you know, you actually have an entire fucking subgroup of characters that are magical beings.
0: Yeah, it's just, I don't know, DC sucks. Oh, like, yeah. That's it's just it's, all there is to it. I mean, I'm sure there's, there's some comics and stuff that are cool it's just it's not for me no. I, I don't like there's it's i don't know it's too much i also i don't like god characters i like there to be a struggle that right. doesn't feel like they had to invent a struggle right it's like it's like when you're watching like a documentary about mm. like some guy that he grew up like disgustingly rich and so we had like private tutors and private coaches and then he like you know he he was able to just buy his way on to like a college football team and then after college he was able to fucking buy his way onto an NFL team and then like 20 years down the road he like has a rivalry and like blows out his knee or something and then they're like trying to make a documentary and like like talk about all the struggles that this right. poor young man had when he's like there's no struggle there right like he has been rich and affluent all of his life mm-hmm and he never had to actually work for anything in his in his life. And then now you're trying to get us to be like, oh, yep, that was definitely hard. Like, it's that level of stupid that they put into those kind of comics where it's oh, yeah. like, well, here's this unkillable, untouchable, like, behemoth of a creature. And like, we've established that for the last, like, I don't know, 60 years that they've been writing like Superman and Batman comics. Mm-hmm. And like, oh, well, I guess in this episode, he... I don't know, stumbles or something and nicks himself on a rock that just happens to be kryptonite. And so he's wounded Right when the bad guy shows up. And so, you know, he can't just beat them senseless with one pinky asleep. And, uh, you know, he has to he has to fall back and, you know, let himself heal for 30 seconds before he ends the issue.
1: Yeah. Well, and even worse than that, because, like, so I, there's a couple issues I take with, with DC. One of them's pretty major. This one, I'm going to start with this one because it rolls into what you're talking about with Superman. So, like, in one of those animated movies we were talking about with Superman, um, somebody launches a fucking nuclear weapon. And I don't remember if something went wrong or if it was actually launched at the United States, but they send Superman to stop it. So, he flies up there, you know, and he grabs the nuke and he does whatever he can. And he ends up getting it away from, like, hitting the country. And I don't remember if he, whatever he did, but it blew up like while he's holding it. And then it shows him like he hits the ground really fucking hard and it shows him like he's all fucking scrawny, like it sucked away pretty much everything. Like he's near death. And what he does is he puts his hand in like a, a, some grass or some flowers or something. And he like sucks the life force away from these plants and rejuvenates himself back to his norm, back to normal. And it's of like, course. so, okay, cause, so now Superman can just suck the life force out of other living things to heal himself. That's cool. You know, first of all, that doesn't create even more fucking problems with this godlike character that would be pretty much unstoppable right. if he went bad. And also, yeah, so, like, he just, so even Kryptonite, once he's, like, once the effects wear off and if he's still weak, he can just grab a hold of something and suck the life force
0: out and be fine, right? It's fucking stupid. It, it is. That's, I don't know. And it's, My- it's, that's, it's the same thing. It's like they have like they only have a handful of characters that they care about, and so they make them god characters that nothing can ever really go wrong. And most of the time, even in like the, the issues and stuff, if something does go wrong, then it's actually just like a ploy to make people think that something went wrong, even though they were totally in control the whole time.
1: Right. My other issue <laughs> that I've always had with uh, the DC universe, specifically Batman. At what point is it now Batman's moral responsibility for all the deaths that the Joker has caused? Eventually, you have to think that Batman has to take on some of those responsi- some of that responsibility for having not... Like, I understand, maybe the first couple times you catch the Joker, you throw him in prison because you're trying to keep the moral high ground. But eventually, the moral high ground has to be just killing him, right? Because yeah. all that ever happens, he busts out, he kills a bunch of people, Batman catches him, puts him back in jail. He breaks out, kills a bunch of people, Batman catches him, put eventually you gotta kill the dude or now that blood is on your hands for not doing what you needed to do when you had the opportunity.
0: Yeah, so that's like the big argument that he always has. Like anytime there's a Jason Todd storyline is that same argument. How come you like cause Jason Todd was the one who was who was originally like killed by the Joker. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's like, well how how long are you gonna let him run amok before you just fucking put an end to it? Because right. you have the ability to do that, I think the I, I think it becomes his responsibility after maybe like the second time. Like, all right, so he's being Batman. He meets the Joker the first time. He catches him, sends him off to Arkham Asylum, or right. Fucking wherever they put him, which is first off retarded. <laughs> now, yeah, you don't send somebody like
1: that to an insane asylum. Yeah, they they go into like fucking maximum security. Uh uh, uh fucking. Um, what am I thinking of? Uh, like a penitentiary. Well, no, like like the uh where they keep you away from everybody. Oh, else. solitary confinement. Solitary confinement. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah, that's it's dumb that they would do that anyway. Okay, but so so he catches him, they send him to to wherever they send him, and then later he breaks out. He runs amok again. And then, you know, shit happens. You know, sometimes uh convicts escape like it happens. Right. So, you know, he fucking throws his weird underwear back on and chases him down again, catches him, brings him back a second time. He's all right. Keep an eye on it. And then after that second time, if they let him go again, as they always do, then that's the police saying like, you know what? We just can't handle this. Like this is, this has to be your problem. Right? Like obviously we haven't, he's been running amok more than once and we haven't been able to catch him. And then when he finally got put into our custody, we haven't been able to hold him. Right. Um. So, you know, it's up to you. Like, fucking whatever you can do, go do it. And so after that point, if he's like, all right, well, I'm going to like, I know that you've broken out of this cell a bunch of times already, but I'm going to keep throwing you in there until you learn to stay put. Like, no, that's every single person that dies after that second one is absolutely Batman's fault.
1: Right. One hundred percent. Yeah, ex- yeah exactly, and yeah, that's because, like I said, you know, I can I can see it, like you said, I can see it twice. You know, the first time you do it, like we don't just like, I mean, we shouldn't anyway. Like, you know, somebody somebody kills some people, whatever. Like, I I don't believe in the death penalty personally. I don't think it's it's right. But in this situation, you have somebody who has shown on a couple different occasions that they cannot be reformed, they can't be helped. Like this is just what they're going to do, no matter what. They're gonna continue to break out of this place. It at that point you become like you lose the moral high ground by not offing them. Like that, I'm not a supporter of the death penalty, but somebody like this, somebody like the Joker, it's like you, you got to just kill them, because they're just gonna keep getting out and killing more and more people in their sick games to try to draw you out, and like that was something that they pointed to a few times in like different movies and things. The Joker trying to prove that nobody's, that even Batman's not, you know, is at his own level. It's like, dude, just fucking prove him right. Who cares? Like, you're going to let a bunch of innocent people die just so you can say, well, I
0: didn't kill anybody. I'm not as bad as that guy. Yeah. Fuck it, you. And that's it's that's the thing, too, is like he, uh, the Joker has actually come out, like, a lot of times and been like, I'm only doing this because it's fun to fuck with Batman. Like, 100%. Like, you take away Batman, you take away the Joker. Like, he doesn't even care. Like, he's not after anything other than just fucking with Batman. Right. And so it's like, he's definitely the problem. Like, if you're not gonna go solve that problem, that's happening because of you. It's like, if you you had this magical power that you could just put out fires, right? Mm -hmm. And then you, even if it's accidentally, it's like you set this building on fire and everyone's trapped inside and people are dying. And then you're just like, well, you know, I can't put out that fire. It's just I can't do it. You're responsible. Like, it's your fucking fault.
1: Right? Yeah. No. It. It's so ridiculous. Like, I just I always fucking hated that. Like, eventually you just got to take the moral. You got to take the responsibility. You just got to kill him. Like, I understand that. It. And that was the thing about like the the Christopher Nolan Batman movies. Now I like them well enough. I think they're entertaining. But they say in, like, all those movies, like, Batman always has the line, I have one rule. You never fucking follow it. No. Like, he never follows, like, okay, so, like, the first movie for a really good example is he refuses to kill the prisoner because it goes against his morals. Which, okay, fine, you refuse to kill the guy because you don't believe that that's the way it should be, especially for, like, petty crimes. Because I'm pretty sure the dude's crime was, like, stealing something. Like, he didn't do anything terribly heinous. He stole something or something. I think. I think. I could be wrong. But either way, like, his, he took a moral stance. Like, no, I'm not going to kill him. That's wrong. I, uh, that doesn't make us any better than them. Fine. That's fine. But he then proceeds to pretend like he's going to, like he's given in, he's going to kill the guy. And he flips that hot poker into a bag of explosives. How many of the fucking ninjas in that place probably died along with the old dude? Along with the prisoner because nobody helped his ass. Like, even Bruce Wayne didn't bother to fucking try to help him out of the building. Instead, he jumps out of the building and saves the one dude, Ra's We Ghul. Well, we didn't know it was Raz al Ghul yet, but obviously turns out to be Raz al He saves that one... D- How many of those people died? Like, you lose. Like, you don't get to say you have a rule anymore when you just killed a bunch of people, including the dude you refused to kill. Right. Because you didn't want to kill
0: that dude. Yeah, so <laughs> there's like a running theme of people being like... uh hypocrites in the Nolan movies and he does whatever it with all the characters like batman's this big ass fucking hypocrite fucking and like the joker like they make him like a hypocrite too um there's like there's even a point that it's like it's it happens like really quick but like he talks about not having a plan and being part of chaos and this and that but he he always does like he has a specific plan to the point where it's like there's a point where um you know he's in that like hospital bed or he's in the hospital and he's talking to harvey dent right right and uh like he's like he talks about you know just believing in chaos and you know you could do whatever like he gives him the gun he's like you can shoot me right now but if you look he's got his finger on the uh on the hammer Mm -hmm. like it doesn't matter if harvey dent pulls that trigger or not it can't shoot he's got his finger on the hammer so it can't go down later on in the movie like when he's you know uh he's in that building and he's like, it's preparing for like the climax. There's a point where it shows him holding up these cue cards and he's reading a script. Like he's practicing for his speech. Hmm. It's just, it's like a running thing in the Nolan films of just everyone has to be like a hypocrite.
1: Yeah, it's, I don't know, it's it's ridiculous. But that's the thing, like they they have for a long time had Batman as like this guy who is morally morally objects to to killing people, like to a ridiculous extent. And Even that's though he why, definitely kills a lot oh, of yeah, people. Oh yeah, he kills people all the time. But that's why I like the Tim Burton Batman movies with Michael Keaton. First of all, Michael Keaton was the perfect Batman. Like Oh yeah, he's definitely the best. And secondly, like that Batman really, really liked killing people. Like at one point this dude fucking jumps out and you know, Batman took a fucking bundle of dynamite off of his car. And this dude jumps out and he beats the shit out of the dude, shoves a dynamite in his pants, throws him down a hole, and smiles when the fucker explodes. I think it was Batman Returns because it was, yeah, because it was with Penguin. It was one of Penguin's henchmen. Um, So, yeah, like, that Batman really, really liked killing people. He did not stop, like, he didn't care. He was fine with it. And it was was great because that's, if I'm not mistaken, that's how Batman kind of started. Like, he didn't give a shit about killing people. If I remember right, in the original comics, when he first showed up, Batman carried guns. In, I think the, I think the that there was a time where yeah, he in, was, like, packing. In detective in the Detective comics, because that's where he sh- first showed up, was one of the Detective comics, way back in, like, the fucking 40s or whenever. And, yeah, he carried guns. Like, he didn't give a shit. And, yeah, the Michael Keaton Batman, like, he killed people left right. He killed Joker. Like, you know, no fucking qualms or quarrels about it. Fuck, it just killed him. Well, yeah, fuck,
0: problem solved. Yeah, exactly. Like, like yeah, <laughs> it's so, I don't know. It's, yeah, I don't know. I, I have to just kind of wash my hands of the whole DC thing just in general. Like, I just, I can't get into it. Like, more power to the fans, I guess. You know, everyone's got shit that they're into. I'm sure there's plenty of stuff that I'm into that if I really looked at objectively, would be like, man, this is really dumb. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. But, same. Yeah. But yeah, DC
0: is a big one for me. Like I just I don't care about any of the movies. Like they're making a big deal about that Snyder cut of the Justice League or whatever that's coming out. I see stuff all over social media about that, and I was just like, man, I could not care any less than I do right now. Like, man, I don't fucking care.
1: I didn't care about it when it first came out. Like I, I just I like I, I I was I'm so burnt out. On well, I'm burnt out a lot on comic book movies in general, but DC especially because like to me, like I liked the Christopher Nolan Batman movies. Like I, I thought I thought um, Christian Bale did a pretty good job. Not great, not the best. Michael Keaton was yeah, the best. I thought he was but okay. I just, he was I good. I don't like the Batman voice. Yeah, it, after the first movie, it gets a little weird. Um, but like I thought he did a pretty decent job, and you know there were some parts about the movie that were pretty cool. And, you know, I, I liked how in those they kind of changed stuff up a little bit and made the characters a little more human-like. Like with Bane. Like Bane was just like a a tough dude who had a really good plan and knew how to execute it, had fucking fanatical followers and everything like that. He wasn't some juiced-up fucking luchador who just decided one day he wanted to beat the shit out of Batman, you know, like he was in the comics. So I thought it was kind of cool to make it, bring it, Closer to the realm of reality than it was originally. And I like the characters. I like the acting. And I especially liked... um, uh, Fuck, I can't think of his name right off the top of my head. But the dude they got to play Alfred. um, Um, Michael...
0: Michael... Now I want to say Michael Keaton because you said it like thirty times. <laughs> you know, uh,
1: um, Michael Kane Yes, thank you, Michael Kane And I like Michael Kane I think he's good. I think he's a lot of fun to watch. He's right. he's funny and he has some good range. So I thought he did great as Alfred. So you know, and I really liked uh, Gary Oldman as Gordon. I thought that was a great fucking choice because Gary he's Oldman's just a, Yeah, absolutely. Gary Oldman's a great actor, and he's one of those actors. Uh, don't mind the loud bang. Danny's just throwing shit. Um, I'm so excited about <laughs> Gary Oldman. Oh god. But he's one of those actors like you don't know it's him unless you know it's him a lot of times. Yeah, he can blend in well. Oh yeah, he does in I think he's like a method actor. Um and he does a really good job. I love he's he's f- fantastic. So I thought they had good casting in those movies um except for when they replaced Rachel. Uh they brought in Maggie Gyllenhaal and she's just terrible. Um so that was unfortunate. Luckily, they killed her off. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, the movies were well acted and everything like that, so I don't mind them. But they're certainly not my favorites. And
0: yeah, I I don't know. I saw them, and uh, that's like it. Like I'm not really concerned about ever seeing them again. Right. Yeah, and I I as soon
1: as I found out Ben Affleck was being cast as Batman, I was just out. Like nah. <laughs> yeah,
0: I don't. Uh,
1: I don't. Like uh, I've heard he did a really good job, specifically as like Bruce Wayne as the Bruce Wayne character. I think character, he, I think he could
0: I, pull off a Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Um but I don't know. That's a, I just I don't care. Like I don't care. Yeah. There's been other people that have been cast in those movies that I like um either I like his actors or I think that they could do a good job. Like I mean Jason Momoa, like he's a good actor. Yeah. I like him and stuff. He's a weird choice for Aquaman just in the sense that Aquaman was like like Aryan. Yeah, like Aquaman blonde hair, way blue white. eyes, as white as you can get without actually being a ghost. Right. I think
1: it makes more sense as Jason Momoa though.
0: Well, it, it does. Like, I think he embodies it well, especially as like the whole like Samoan type of thing. Right. You know, they're really tied to water. Um, it just it doesn't actually match
1: the character. No, it, it not the original character, but I, I honestly I think I do have to give him props for them going in that direction because it makes more sense. Yeah, than the it, but character.
0: and even though it's like I like him like good for him, you know, for getting the role. I'm sure people liked it. I just, I didn't give a shit about right, that yeah, movie. No, I, didn't. I didn't care about Shazam coming out. I don't give a shit about the Rock playing Black Adam. I, mm-hmm. I like Henry Cavill a lot. Mm-hmm. I do not give one cold shit about watching <laughs> any of his Superman movies.
1: <laughs> right. Especially, yeah. like, I think it was Justice League, where they had to... Uh, digitally s- remove his mustache. Yeah, they had to... CG- yeah. And they did... Apparently, they did a terrible job.
0: Originally. I'm sure it's, it's fixed in the... Oh, I'd hope to God. The next but yeah Part that of was it, whatever what I, but
1: i remember when that came out goddamn people were shitting all over the sh- terrible cgi yeah. which is just ridiculous like i've watched in, i've watched movies like marvel movies they fucking cgi a lot of their characters to be super young and i mean you can tell it's cgi but it's like really really well done mm-hmm. and then in dc they can't even get rid of a fucking mustache yeah it's ridiculous yeah like how hard can it be like for fuck's sake I mean, look at, like, Spider-Man and Deadpool. Like, they, the, the, the eyes and their masks are CGI. That's why they move with their expressions and stuff. And it looks really, really good. Right. But you guys, on, on the DC side, you can't get rid of a mustache? Catch up, fuckers.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't know. But even, so speaking of Marvel, even like with Marvel, like I'm just, like you, I'm so burnt out on comic book stuff, like in general, like I don't know, superhero stuff in particular. Yeah. Like I just don't fucking care yeah. anymore. And it's just because, like, I get it, they're action packed and, and this and that. And some of them, like, they're, there's good acting and everything, like there's, um good actors in a lot of the, a lot of the movies and stuff. Like there's ones that I like, like I really like Tom Holland as Spider-Man. Oh yeah. Um, He's great. I really like Paul Bettany as vision. Mm -hmm. Like there's a lot of people I really like. It's just like, there's so many of them and they always follow the same thing. Like, especially with the movies where it's just like, everything's going good. A villain shows up. Um, they lose the first fight. they like they fight within themselves a little bit and then they reunite and then they win the second fight roll credits and that that exact same thing happens every movie and it's like there's like four fucking thor movies and there's like four avengers movies and then there's like the uh like the infinity war movies and then there's like three guardians of the galaxy movies and like there's I don't know eighteen thousand Spider-Man movies with eighteen thousand different Spider-Men, and like it follows that exact same thing every fucking time. It's just like man, even with the good characters, it's how many times can you really watch the same thing over and over and over again? Right. Before it's just like man, I don't fucking care.
1: I will. I will give props to the new Spider-Man movies though with Tom Holland. They went ahead and did away with the origin story. Because that was something they did in every single Spider-Man movie when they'd reboot it again and again and again. They'd always tell the origin story. He gets his powers, and then his Uncle Ben gets shot, and then he struggles with what to do, and then he decides to be a moral character, and then he becomes the superhero Spider-Man, right? But in the Tom Holland movies, they skipped that bit. Like I, get, I mean, they had enough sense to think, well... Everybody kind of knows how fucking Spider-Man started by now, so we don't really need to devote any time to this origin story that everybody's seen eight thousand times already. So I will give them props for that. Like they at least got rid of that that fucking origin story. Yeah. Like they didn't like they didn't get rid of it in the sense that they changed it. They just didn't just they decided not to retell it again. Well, and that's I which like, is nice. I
0: like those movies too. I I really like. I think he's the best Spider-Man, live-action Spider-Man. Oh, absolutely. By- like leaps and bounds. Oh I don't, yeah! I don't think it's even close. Orders of magnitude. Yeah. Um. With the other two, and that's not. It's not even that I didn't like the other ones. Like, I think like Andrew Garfield did okay, and I think Tobey Maguire did okay. It, it's not necessarily that they were like, like bad. Right. It's just. It. It's kind of like with uh with, uh Ryan Reynolds and Deadpool. Mm -hmm. it's not even necessarily that there's bad versions of Deadpool. It's that he's so goddamn perfect for it. Right, yeah. That it's just like, who else can you use now?
1: Well, and that's what confused me about the Sam Raimi movies. Like, you had Tobey Maguire as Spider-Man when Topher Grace was right there.
0: Yeah, and then they cast (laughs) Topher Grace as Venom, of all things. Which didn't make any fucking sense. Right. He was, like,
1: did you watch that 70s show? Yeah, Peter so, Parker is
0: Eric fucking Foreman yeah. with a
1: camera. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He was right there the whole time. Um, what the
0: fuck? So I thought so the movie I thought was just okay, which was kind of depressing. But um uh Tom Hardy is Venom, I thought was good casting.
1: Oh yeah, that was great. And I like that he did both voices. Like yeah. he did the voice of Venom and he did such a great job. And um, I, I just like I really like Tom Hardy. I wish it was rated R. It should have been rated R. That would have made it. I think a lot better.
0: I see. I don't even think that that necessarily would have helped it. I think the writing wasn't great and it was just like, there's some weird character changes yeah. to it that, uh, but I, I still thought it was okay. And I'm yeah. like, I don't know, but I just, I need a break. I think the best comic book things that you can watch right now for live action is like the boys.
1: Oh, that is so good. I was actually going to mention like that actually does a really good job to point out the problems of an evil fucking Superman. Yeah, because that's what Homelander is. He's evil Superman, basically. Like this is a universe where the heroes are just blatantly fucking money makers. Like they're not actors portraying heroes in a movie. It's the heroes in movies about themselves. Right. And while also being superheroes and like Homelander is just fucking dark and evil as shit. Right. And like he is what you get if you have an evil Superman.
0: Yeah, um, yeah. It's just, it's it's the best. I can't wait for another season. Oh, to come I know. So um, looking forward to it.
1: I was actually uh, talking about the boys. I was reading something the other day. Um, I can't remember what website it was, where the article I found uh, was, but it was talking about uh, from the graphic novels. They left out one of Homelander's fucking darkest moments.
0: Where he eats the baby.
1: Yes. Yep. And like I, I, they wouldn't. Sh- they didn't show the images in the article. I had to look up the images, and holy fucking shit. Now, I was reading the article a little bit. Turns out that you actually find out later that that wasn't Homelander. It was actually Black Noir. Yeah. But still, Jesus Christ.
0: Yeah. Yep, that was that was something I was aware of. There's also, like, there's a bunch of stuff that I don't know. I don't know if it's happened canonically in, like, or in the order. Like, I don't know if they've already passed over the spot or if it would be coming in, like, a coming season or something. But there's also, like, there's, like, these big, like, superhero orgies. um, And... Like there's a point where um a a character who's going to be coming on in the next season, named Soldier Boy, Mm -hmm. um, where him and Homelander actually like are fucking at one point because he thinks it's gonna help him like I don't know, help his career Hmm. basically. And then, you know, Homelander's kinda like, Nah, I just wanted to fuck you. I, yeah, I, I think I saw
1: something. That's probably what it was talking about. I saw another article that said something about them leaving that out as yeah, well. Yeah, I
0: don't think that'll um, that'll but, grace the screen.
1: Yeah. But I, I do like their pick for Soldier Boy, though.
0: Yeah, that's uh Jason Eccles. Jensen Ackles. Uh, whatever. Jensen Ackles.
1: Um interestingly, the the TV show the boys uh same person done by the same person who created Supernatural, which is where Jensen Ackles really kind of got launched into fame. Yeah. Um he was also the voice of the Red Hood in the Red Hood oh. uh, animated movie. Yeah, I think the Red Hood. The, well, he was, the, he was the voice of the dude on the motorcycle with the red helmet. I, I think that was the Red Hood yeah. in the movie. Yeah, so he was the voice of the Red Hood. Um, but yeah, so uh, really, really looking forward to the next season of The Boys because I've, I've just been enjoying the shit out of that show.
0: Um, it's been a blast. Yeah, me too. Um, I, I'm excited for that one. I don't know where the uh the superhero thing came in, but yeah. Like I'm glad that there's something else out there that's that's different. I mean there's um there there's the uh other the Disney thing, WandaVision. Yeah, yeah,
1: that's um, uh it yeah, it, Scarlet Witch.
0: Yeah, Scarlet Witch and Vision, Um
1: It's supposed to be really, really good. It I is. just haven't watched it yet. Yeah,
0: um so I mean we watched it and it's I, I liked it, but I thought it ended really weak and I'm not going to give anything away. It's just, I, I thought it ended weak, but I liked it. I thought it was, it's a, it's a very meta show. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also, I mean, I like, uh, Elizabeth Olsen and yeah. I like Paul Bettany a lot. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so I'm saying in that I've like, I'll watch a lot of terrible things or stuff that ends up being terrible just because I like the actor that's in it. Like, and I'll, I'll give him a, a, a shot that's a big thing for Paul Bettany for me. Cause I like him a lot mm-hmm. and man, but he's made some terrible movies like <laughs> priest. Uh, uh, yeah, I think I did see that. I, okay. So yeah, that, okay.
1: So priest was, yeah. Uh, Carl Urban was in that also. Uh, I don't
0: remember a whole lot about it. I just remember like thinking like, man, this is dumb.
1: Yeah. It was about, uh, it was about an order of priests who were vampire hunters in yeah. like, a post apocalyptic world. Um, yeah, it's, It's kind of a bad movie, but it's kind of entertaining to watch, too. He's also
0: Um, in that one, like, kind of pseudo-horror movie where... It's like action horror, almost, where he plays, like, an angel. Legion, I think it was called. Yeah, Yeah, that's it.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, that one was another one that was, uh, once again, it wasn't great, but it can be kind of entertaining um, to watch. Uh, But, yeah, like, I... And so, one thing I do, like, that catches my interest about WandaVision is... It's nice that they actually are taking some time to flesh out one of their quote-unquote lesser characters from the movies. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I've never read the comics, so I don't know how big of a character Scarlet Witch played in the comic books. But in the movies, Scarlet Witch is more of a side character most of the time. You know, they fo- their, their big focuses are on, you know, the main Avengers, Thor and Iron Man and et cetera. Um, so it's nice that they actually took... A character that they didn't spend a lot of time with in the movies and gave that character her own series to really kind of explore her character more. Yeah. And, and do a little more with it. So that's cool. And that's not something you see from DC. Because, no, that's a big Star
0: Wars thing. Yeah. Well, fuck Star Wars. Where they're like every character who's ever been on the screen for any <laughs> amount of time in any movie gets their own spinoff series.
1: <laughs> right. I will say, though, I'm looking forward to the Obi-Wan series. Um, and The Mandalorian was really good. Uh, but I I, I am kind of because I'm looking forward to the Obi Wan series mostly because they're casting Ewan McGregor to to reprise his role as Obi Wan and as I thought should. he was fantastic. He is. I he think was a he's great Obi Wan. He's, he's a good de, actor.
0: He's but. the de facto Obi Wan. Yeah. Um, much in the way like, I mean, what else can you do?
1: Right. Yeah. And it would be great if in this like they they go ahead and kind of do a little bit of a. Uh, Backtracking because the, the the story, as far as I am aware, it's supposed to be like Obi Wan on Tatooine once he's agreed to kind of watch over Luke at that point and everything. And I think it'd be great if they went ahead and borrowed a little bit from Star Wars Rebels and brought Darth Maul in one last time for their last showdown. I think and that get they, the original actor.
0: I think that they definitely will. Um, yeah, Ray something.
1: Yeah, I can't remember his. I can't remember his name, but at um, least if, atle- if it, he it, can still do it. And if not him, then the dude who voices him now.
0: Yeah, so he's actually voiced him in everything outside of that movie.
1: Yeah, and so I think he'd be a, I think he'd be the the logical second if you can't get the original Darth Maul actor because in the in in episode 1, Darth Maul didn't say fucking hardly anything. Like he barely spoke. And right. even when he did, I don't even think it was the actor who was it who was playing him. No. It was uh, it was a voiceover. Yeah. So like you could just like have him like if you wanted to give him lines like everybody's going to recognize the Darth Maul voice at this point and you know I think he I now I think he might be a little taller than the original actor because I think the original actor is pretty short yeah but I mean whatever nobody cares like yeah, you can Sam... explain that away because in the in the animated series Darth Maul gets robotic legs like you can explain it like well his robotic legs make him taller there you go there's your explanation
0: yeah see the the only thing that like it kind of puts me off with that is though if like i don't know if they have the ability to make it not look shitty having someone who's half cgi
1: nah that's true
0: um but yeah i mean i think sam witwer could do it live action mm-hmm. i think he'd do well um he is he's kind of a bigger guy yeah. but i think he could pull it off um the only thing is like his face though is different yeah yeah and he's like he has like a very prominent like double chin yeah and stuff like that so i don't know if they'd be able to get the face quite right but the um i keep wanting to say like ray borg or something like that that's not his name
1: here let me look it up real quick because he did a fantastic job well and the, the thing about him that made him so good is that he actually has the physical ability or at least did to do all the moves that Darth Maul did, yeah, like, I believe that wasn't, he's still working. Yeah, that that wasn't just like him like learning to do that stuff or with wires. That was him doing what he can do. Yeah, and that's also part of the reason he was cast as Toad in the original X Men movie.
0: Yeah, he uh, doesn't last very long
1: in those movies. but No, he doesn't. He he died pretty quickly as Toad. Um, but I'm gonna look this up real quick here because I am super curious as to who that.
0: I like his. Uh, oh, he makes is. a cameo in the uh, that movie, Fanboys.
1: Yep, he's one of the guards, and he does some of the Darth Maul moves. Yeah. yeah, I love that movie. That shit's hilarious. It was such a fun movie.
0: Yeah, that one. That one is. That one is good. You don't really see too many of uh, the people, like the the main cast from that movie. You don't really see them in a whole lot of things anymore.
1: No, you really don't. And it's disappointing because they're pretty much all pretty good. Ray Park Ray was Darth Ray Maul. Ray Park. Ray Park. I don't know where I was getting Borg from. I don't know. Are you trying to cross Star Wars and Star Trek?
0: No, I just, I knew it was like a short name.
1: Oh, yeah. Ray Park. And he, yeah, he was, he'd be great. Like, bring him back as Darth Maul. And what, like, because they did a voiceover for episode one for Darth Maul anyway, fucking have Sam uh, Whitmore, Whitwer, 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 have him do the fucking voice. Like, have, have Darth Maul have some lines and let Sam Whitwer do the voice. It's logical. Ray yeah. Park does the the the, the body,
0: and Whitewear does the voice. Perfect. Yeah, and I mean he is a good voice actor. Um, my actually my introduction to him was from a TV show called Being Human.
1: Uh yeah the the American, the American version. version. Yeah, yeah. I, I've seen. I've never actually sat down and watched all the way through, and I don't remember if I watched a couple episodes of the American or the original British. But I've seen a couple episodes, and I just never went back to it. Not that I thought it was bad. I just, I don't know, I just never ended up going back to it.
0: But it, it's, by all accounts, a really good show. Yeah, Emmer, and I watched uh, watched those, and I liked them a lot.
1: Because what, isn't it, like, he's a vampire, his roommate's a werewolf, and then they have a ghost, who's the, the woman is a ghost. Yeah. Lives in their, lives in their flat. And it's like, isn't it's kind of like a comedy action type thing, isn't it? Or something like, like a buddy comedy action Yeah, it's like supernatural a, thing. It, it's
0: kind of like, a dramedy with some action in it. Okay. Some like fighting and stuff. Um but yeah, it's it's way good.
1: I need to check it out. Cause I I like those shows. Like I really like um the show Supernatural. Um, I don't know. Later seasons it gets really weak.
0: See that was as another most shows do. N- another so. show that I never really started watching.
1: The earlier seasons are way better and like even because like the early seasons it's not like uh, there's not like a there's there's a little bit like the first couple of seasons there's a little bit of an overarching storyline for the whole season but for the most part the main focus is like episode to episode um, you know it's about two brothers they're monster hunters um, their father got you know became became a, a monster hunter and then he right. taught them to do the same and the, the goal in the first couple seasons they're trying to track down their father but like the the main focus is episode to episode. What are they hunting next? And then there's a little bit of how that gets them closer to their dad, or like they get like text messages or or messages or whatever from their from their father giving them coordinates for somewhere to go. They go there, um, hoping to find him or get a step closer or whatever. And they just find out that it's another hunt that he wants them to take care of. And then the focus becomes, okay, now we got to hunt this this monster. And in the early scenes, it was really cool because, like, there were the overarching like demons were pretty prevalent and ghosts were a big thing. But um, they would also do a lot of episodes where they'd introduce different creatures. Like, there was an episode with the Wendigo, and there was episodes with werewolves and vampires and 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 all these different different um, mythological creatures. And it was a lot of fun to watch. Later on, they start doing like heavy season-long story arcs and. It's still fun to watch, but it, they changed the formula a little bit. And it loses a little something there, but it's still a pretty solid show. And then, I don't know, in the later seasons, it just... it They changed so much about a lot of the characters, and it just... It it gets... To me, it gets a lot harder to watch in the last few seasons. Well,
0: that's uh, that's a show that's got, like, quite a few seasons, right? Fifteen. Yeah, so that's an, uh, one of the things that I've found about myself, is that if it's, like, a serious show... The longer it goes, the faster I fall out. Right. Like I want shit kinda wrapped up. Especially um and not like not keep like shoehorning in um like new problems. Mm-hmm. Like that was a big issue with like The Walking Dead. Like if they would have stopped the Walking Dead after like a couple seasons, it'd be fine. But now it's still going and it's just dumb. Yeah. It- and like I find it I fall out. Like if it's if it's a serious show, I feel like one two seasons max and then just bust out. Like get out and work on something else.
1: Yeah, I, I was okay with uh Supernatural going longer. Um but I don't know. They they changed too much. They went I think in a lot of spots way in the wrong direction. Um and I don't know, it just it didn't <clears throat> it didn't hold as well later into the series. And I'm sure there's a lot of people who disagree with it. There's actually talks now of them rebooting it. And Jensen Ackles, of course. Jensen Ackles, one of the That's main actors, is, yeah, he's already on board for for getting back into doing Supernatural. So you know, I don't know. They may they might, and I don't know that I'm going to be interested. Um,
0: I, I don't in that. It's so few and far between of anything ever being remade and not being horrible. Yeah. Um. Just yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I really wouldn't care. Like, I'm skeptical of even, like, the things that I think that I might like. Like, uh when they uh did a new season of, like, The X-Files, after however many years. And the new seasons were not good. And, the you know, they did new a new season or two of The Twilight Zone. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I haven't watched them because I'm just, well, I it, don't know. Like, it, I feel like they're going to be bad right I will say though at least for the
1: Twilight Zone like that wasn't like an overarching storyline that was just you know each episode was just a different spooky story right self contained contained thing so at least at least with that like if you're coming at it with fresh ideas then it could still be good but when you yeah when you get these shows where they kind of try to like revamp them or reboot them from a show that followed like an overarching storyline it yeah it's usually it's usually pretty rough especially since a lot of times they have to retcon something from the original just to make this work. Like with the X-Files series, they had to retcon Mulder's death in the original to bring back like the whole, the, the, to bring in the new seasons.
0: Yeah. Well, and also it's like, they have to contend with things that they maybe didn't have to contend with before. Like even, even shows that like shouldn't matter. Um, and all right, so this comes to the forefront of my mind. But when you were younger, did you ever watch it was a like a Disney show and then it was like an ABC show, but it was called Boy Meets World. I did not. So uh I mean it was a it was a show that was on during like a block with other similar like family-style shows. Like it's it's kind of in the vein of like Full House or Family Matters. That that style of show um and so it ran for a while and it kind of follows the like the main characters are these kids right particularly a kid named cory and his friend sean and then later you know his girlfriend topanga and it, it follows them like when the series starts they're in like sixth grade and then it kind of follows them throughout junior high and high school and then into college um And it was one of them that it it did run for a while and they took some time off in between. So it's still the same kids throughout the whole run of the show. But it was like the old show, um, like it ran for a while. And then here, however long ago, they made a new version called Girl Meets World. Um, And it's it's supposed to be like a similar thing, except for it's like Corey's kids Mm -hmm. and it's about his daughter going through shit or whatever, right? But now it's all set like. Today, right? So there's this all this other stuff that they have to deal with, and you know, not offend anybody, and not touch on anything that's too hard to talk about. And uh, like, I haven't watched the show because I'm a fucking 31 year old man. I'm not gonna watch a TV show for kids anymore. But like, I've I've gone back and watched a bunch of like the old uh, like Boy Meets World episodes, and there's some shit in those like from yesteryear that got dark. Like, there's episodes in this fucking family show about, like, becoming an alcoholic and drugs and fucking. And, uh, you know, there's a point where a major character gets into, like, a life-threatening motorcycle accident. And, you know, it, has, it shows this big whole point of, like, him laid up in, like, a hospital. And, like, one of the main characters' parent, like, one of his parents, like, dies. And, like, they touch on, like, fucking losing a parent as a kid. Like, there's, like, this deep shit, like deep fucking water that this fucking family show gets into then then on like they they remade it and like the darkest thing that happens in like the new episode is like i don't know somebody makes fun of her outfit and so they talk about bullying hmm. and it's like when you remake something especially like the longer you wait to remake it and like there's these all these like social norms So you have to like tiptoe around stuff just earlier today. In fact, I saw an article that was about how awful married with children was. And it was just an article going off of like, it's like they went and they found like all of the best jokes from that show, like all the fat jokes and like picking on the neighbor and, and everything. And then they were saying about like how this was a horrible show and people should be offended and how it would never fly today and, but it's like, it's, that was a great show. It like, was, that shit was, was hilarious. hilarious.
1: And the thing was, like, the whole point of that was that Al Bundy was a piece of shit.
0: Like, he was a jerk. Like, yeah. you weren't supposed to idolize him. No,
1: no, he was supposed to be the guy you look at and go, man, he's a piece of shit. I don't want to be like that. <laughs> like, that was the point of the character. The character was supposed to be a piece of shit.
0: Yeah, all of those characters were supposed to be assholes.
1: Yeah, like, that was the point of the Bundy family. Like, they were the hated family because they were asshole pieces of shit, and they, they didn't fit in with, you know, like, proper people, they didn't fit in with your, 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 the your polite people, your people who weren't massive pieces of shit, like, they were the, they were the stereotype American family, like, Americans are fucking assholes, and, like, because that's how I have to imagine most of the world sees us now, is that the world looks at us, and they'd be able to compare us to the Bundy's. Probably and like that was the point of the bunnies. They were supposed to be the caricature of American culture.
0: Yeah, I don't. Uh, but I don't know. Like that's that's why I'm hesitant. Like I, there are there are things in the past, like whether they're like movies or TV shows that I think were phenomenal. That if they were made today, they would actually like. It, it would hurt to watch them because of how clean they would have to be.
1: Yeah, I yeah fucking, <laughs> yeah. like, I'm I'm not, I'm not like, um, you know, I, I'm not anti, like, call people out for problematic speech, or call people out for problematic imagery, or anything like that, like, I absolutely think there should be awareness of those things, and I think that in the, the, the context of them being used for, for hate and bigotry and everything like that, like, yes, absolutely, that should be, like, called out, that should be, uh, uh, combat it, I guess. Uh, you should stand against it. Sure. But, like, I just, I just think of how, how hard it would be to for Mel Brooks to make a movie now. He
0: just wouldn't be able to. <laughs> just, like, flat across. But there's a point where it's like, a joke is a joke. And you don't have to find it funny, but just because you don't doesn't mean that it's being used to attack you.
1: Right. And you can you can make a joke about anything. And here's the thing, but like a lot of people seem to to lose sight of the difference. Yeah. Like George Carlin made this point, like anything can be funny. But and I don't know if he went so far as to this. He probably did at some point because George Carlin was a fucking genius, um and a treasure. But okay, so there's a difference between making a joke about rape, the thing, and making a joke about somebody who has been raped like it's it's wrong and disgusting to make fun of somebody a victim of rape because of rape but there's nothing wrong with making about a joke about rape in and of itself
0: yeah you can make you can make a joke about anything right you, you really can and it's just it's it, it comes down to people being able to understand that it's a joke and the joke is that it's bad yeah like and that's that's something that like i don't get why it's fallen to the wayside i i actually think a big part of it is that like most people really don't care it's just oh like i think a lot of the ones that like get really uppity about it are like they don't really care they just want to show that they're better than that right and so they're like white knighting yeah well and there
1: was an example of uh of something like that now you know, and okay, so take this with a grain of salt because I saw it online and we all know how dubious that can be. Um, but there was an example this little girl, little white girl. You no, know, I mean, that's an important modifier for the story. So, this little white girl, she's super into like Japanese culture. Mm-hmm. She really likes it. She thinks it's cool. She loves it. And for a birthday party, she wanted to do like Japanese themed stuff. So, her parents did the research, they looked into it. Um, They did the right thing and they got her like Japanese like uh, a I can't remember if it was geisha or whatever. But they got her this really cool Japanese like these cool Japanese clothing and they did her makeup and hair up and everything like that to for the for the the proper way for the outfit. And like they went super in depth like they did their research and they did it right. And they posted pictures online about it saying, oh, look, you know, she had a blast. She really loved this and all that stuff talking about it. And somebody another white person jumped on there and said, that's wrong, you're appropriating somebody else's culture and you should be disgusted and all this stuff. And then, a Japanese person commented like, no, they're not. This little girl enjoys Japanese culture, and from what I can see in the picture, her parents did a great job with researching and making sure they did it right so that she can enjoy experiencing somebody else's culture. And there's a difference between cultural appropriation... And experiencing somebody else's culture. Yeah, cultural appropriation versus cultural appreciation. Exactly. There's nothing wrong with appreciating somebody else's culture. And part of that can be enjoying the food, enjoying the style, dressing in that style. That's cultural appreciation. Cultural appropriation is when you say, look at what I made. This is part of my culture. No, it's not. Okay, so if you're white and you like Japanese stuff, that's cool. But if you try to say that it's part of your culture, that's cultural appropriation. Because you're not fucking Japanese, so no, it's not.
0: Yeah, so there was actually a thing I was listening to a while back. So um, one of the other podcasts that I listen to is Penn Sunday School. Um, I'm a big fan. There's a point where he was talking about getting a daishiki. And uh, how he was talking about how he always wanted one, and... Uh he he uh he bought one from like a street vendor that only sold Daishikis. And like that was how he wanted to do it. Like he wanted to like get like a real Daishiki and mm-hmm. wanted to just like order something off of like Amazon. Right. And then he bought it and then immediately afterwards he was like, Should I not have bought this? Like like he was asking the guy that he bought it from, like, is like is this racist? Like if I buy this and like the guy basically was just like well are you are you going to use it to make fun of like its heritage and he's like no i just always wanted one and he's like well no then that's not he's like that's not racist like that's not a cultural appropriation he's like you can enjoy stuff right uh like that's that's fine like i remember a while back hearing like all these people really uh like really shitting on that uh artist uh his name's like uh yeah, fuck what's his name he's really popular i want to say he's like really short he's almost like a new michael jackson without all the pedophilia uh guess i'm not sure uh bruno mars oh, okay i so now i should clarify it's not my style of music so i don't know um really any of his stuff i know he had that one song that everyone was talking about called like uptown funk or something like that not my type type of music whatever but i remember reading a thing about how people were like shitting all over him uh, because the type of music that he made, they were calling cultural appropriation because he, his like growing up, he listened to like a lot of black artists and I think he's like Puerto Rican or something. Okay. And so that was what got him into music. And that was the style of music that he liked to make. Like that was what reached him. And so then like people were like, blowing up on him saying how like it's cultural appropriation cuz he's not black.
1: No, it's not. It's cultural appreciation. See, here's the thing. <clears throat> like you said, if you're not using it to make fun of where it comes from, that's 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 not that's not wrong. a problem. Not, yeah, if you're doing it right. If you're if you're trying to like okay, so for example, for anybody out there who's who's getting confused by the race thing. Let's let's dumb it down a little bit, okay? I enjoy the sound of bagpipes. I think they, if they're played well, they're absolutely wonderful. I know not everybody agrees, but I really like bagpipes. And I've thought for a long time, it'd be kind of fun to learn how to play bagpipes. Now, I'm not, I have some Scottish heritage, but I'm not Scottish. I didn't grow up in Scotland. I wasn't born in Scotland. I'm not Scott, okay? If I bought a set of bagpipes and I learned how to play those bagpipes, that is not me appropriating Scottish culture. That is me appreciating Scottish culture because I love the sound of one of their musical instruments. Yeah. There's a big difference
0: here. Well, that's, it's such a weird thing that people get so up in arms over. And so, all right, this might kind of get me in some hot water, but I really don't care. So this is kind of one of those things where it's like, I think, it's only really a problem in the U S and I think it's because it's people don't understand that their, their heritage, so to speak, doesn't make them special. And like, I don't care about people being upset um, about like things with their heritage when they don't care. Like it, it, it weirds me out that like, You call, okay, so I get that you call a Native American a Native American because they're the indigenous people of what this, what became the United States. I understand. I don't get why you call like an, like, why you call like an Asian, a person who's like got Asian heritage. Like if, if they're not an immigrant, why you would call them an Asian like i don't get why you call every black person an an african american even though like a substantial number of them aren't actually african heritage they're like you know from other countries that have black people and like even that like like i'm not a german american like i don't consider myself anything other than like i don't know an american I guess, because like, like, so I, I mean, I have German heritage, I have Swedish heritage, I even have native, uh, heritage, but I don't fucking know anything about those. Like if I were to like really explore like my native heritage, everything would be foreign to me because it has absolutely no bearing on my day-to-day life. Um, same with like my German heritage or my Swedish heritage, or I fucking, I don't know, we might have some Irish, uh, whatever, Whatever else is in there, like you with your Scott, like Scottish heritage, right? Like if you were to go to Scotland, everything would be 100% foreign to you because you're not a Scottish person. Right. You are born and bred in the United States. This is the only culture you've ever known, regardless of your heritage. Like, I just I don't see why people get so butthurt about that, especially when it like it makes no difference to them on a day-to-day thing. Like, I, I I, can understand why maybe, like, Native American people would be upset about, like, the bastardization of the idea of a Native American. Like, you know, maybe don't have a football mascot called a Redskin. <laughs> like, right. like, they're a kind of an actual, real, living people, you know, maybe not a caricature.
1: And that's also a racist term.
0: Yeah, like... like you know, <sighs> that'd,
1: be, that'd be like having, that'd be like having the fucking New York N word. Right. Like it's a, it's a racist term. Redskin is a racist term. So like, and, and Cincinnati like, chinks. That, yeah. Like racist terms are just bad. Like you, you, it doesn't matter who they're referring to. They're just bad. Like you shouldn't name football teams after. I'm surprised it lasted which, as long as it did. Yeah. It, it like, yeah, it's, it's weird, isn't it? It is. They're finally getting rid of it,
0: but Jesus took a long time. But like, I don't know. Like it just, I feel like some people, they, they don't necessarily know what the fuck they're talking about when they talk about heritage and cultural appropriation. Like I think that they're like, I think people like to complain. I think that's what it boils down to. Whatever you can use to get a leg up to complain at other people. Because I, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I guess it's kind of hard to explain. I mean, I get it, but to to
1: your point, um, there is actually a technical term for us. Uh, technically speaking, we're European American. Yeah. So, like, you don't ever, you don't, you hardly ever hear that term because, like, nobody bothers well, to use it. But that is technically the term. Well, to because refer here's to the a. thing:
0: like, we're not European Americans. We're Americans we've never even been to europe
1: right but it, it again it plays off the it plays off the um, ethnic background of a person so because white people originated in europe not america they're european american just like uh, black people originated
0: in but africa everybody therefore. originated in africa right and everyone is so goddamn spread out now like your gene pool is so fucking diluted that it not, it's not just like it's not it's not just lazy. It's just like it's it's actually inaccurate to just say like even like for me, like calling me a European American is just objectionably inaccurate because I'm also Native American and I'm probably also like Asian American. Like ninety five percent of people are related to fucking Genghis Khan. That's as Asian <laughs> as you can fucking get. Yeah.
1: yeah, he just fucked everything.
0: And like So, I mean, if you really break it down, like, you're all kinds of things. So why fucking identify with anything other than what's immediately around you? Like, I identify as an American because I am an American. I I grew up in the United States. I was born in the United States. My parents were also born and grew up in the United States. You got to go back a little ways before you start getting people who came across on the ocean. And, like, it's – that's it. Like, this is the culture and this is the heritage. Well, to that point, though, like it, that being the
1: case, we'd have to come up with a different term than American because there is more to America than just the United States.
0: Well, you have, we're North American.
1: You have North America, you have Central America, South America, but there are the Americas. So to call yourself American doesn't really narrow it down so much. That, like, but so, I mean, it doesn't have to.
0: You're from America. It doesn't matter if you're from north central or uh, or south it does though the cultures American. are different
1: the cultures are different in each part of america like even even north america canadian culture is different from uh the culture in the united states so to get super technical we'd have to come up with a different term than just okay American. we're
0: united states citizens
1: now nah, that'd be more accurate yeah because like you know if we're talking about the cultural differences identifying by what's around you, identifying by the cultural differences or by the culture that you grew up in were born in, then yeah, you wouldn't be able to just call yourself American.
0: So, I mean, really it comes down to locality. Like if you really want to cut down to like, if you're going to look at heritage versus like culture, the best way to describe you and I, other than like, it's not European American. It's not even just American. It's Midwesterner. Yeah. That would Um, be correct. And that that's probably the closest thing to actually dictate the culture around us and the heritage of the people who are within our direct bloodline. Yeah, I mean, basically. And it has nothing to do with the color of our skin. Yeah. But, I mean,
1: you know, it, it's, it, uh, it's just one of those things where also at the same time, like, I look at it like this, like, you know, a person wants to be identified as African-American or Native American or Asian-American or what have you. That doesn't hurt me. So I don't care. Like, does, I, I have no problem it, saying, that, calling you.
0: Yeah, it doesn't, like, it doesn't like hurt me either. A, it's It's if they try to use that as an attack point is when I have an issue. Like, you can't say that to me, I'm this. Or you, or I deserve this because I'm this. Anything like that, like, that's where I draw the line. Because, like, you're not. Like, y- you're not. Really. Like, if I walked around calling myself a German-American, I feel like it's it should be offensive to people from Germany. Because I'm not a German-American. I feel like that would be cultural appropriation. Because I have no actual tie to it. Like, way down the line, my family was German, German. But that's not me i mean way down the line my family also like you know I, I were immigrants but i'm not an immigrant obviously like born and raised whole bunch of generations it's just i don't know it's a dumb way it, it's a dumb way to title yourself and then expect to especially if you if you do it in a way to expect special treatment now like i feel like there's very 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 few instances where that actually happens. Like if someone comes to the United States from Germany, like they immigrate here or immigrate here from Germany and try to start a new life, that's a German American because they're German and now they're an American citizen. I get that. Or, you know, like someone making their point heard because they're a native American. Like there's, that's an actual cultural tie and like a tie to heritage that I can get behind. But like just some random fucking person from the middle of nowhere who starts throwing their fucking voice around. And they was like, well, I'm a fucking, I'm a, I don't know, whatever. I'm an Asian American or, you know, I'm a middle Eastern American or whatever, but they're not like they're not. And their parents are, not and their grandparents aren't, you know, they grew up in like fucking Chicago.
1: Well, and I think that is something that's, you know, pretty few and far between. Uh, as far as things that you see with that kind of stuff, because you, you a lot of times you'll you'll see it happen, <clears throat> where you know you might meet somebody with uh, some sort of ethnic background, and you know an idiot white person will be like, "So where are you from? Chicago." Like, no, where's your family from? Chicago. Like it, they don't understand that, like even a lot of a lot of people with uh, ethnic backgrounds other than white don't like identify their entire life around their ethnic background. Like they're just like they're born in somewhere like Chicago or Cincinnati or New York and that's where they're from and that's where they live and that's you know that's right. where their family's like, that's, from. That's, that's, that's it. Yeah, that's like that's that's it. Like they might they might, you know, enjoy parts of their culture, parts of their ethnic background, the food or some of the customs and things like that. But that doesn't make up their whole life. Um so, you know, I mean I can and I can kind of understand I can understand it with some things though. Uh so like something something that can help people unite under a single banner is to have something to to call themselves. Uh so like for example African Americans. Now this country has a huge problem with systemic racism. Like that that's just that's that's unfortunately how it is here. And a lot now I, of course Black people aren't the only ones who are targets of the racism, but they are a huge target of that racism. And so, you know, to be able to unite themselves under one banner, I think one thing that does make it easier is to talk about, you know, to call themselves African-American like this. We, you know, our heritage is African. Yes, we're in America now. But but could they also just
0: call themselves black Americans because that's what they are? they
1: they also use that like it it's um, I think that's, that's a better thing. one. it's a, it's synonymous though. It's not though. It is though because they're still they still enjoy their african culture. They still practice a lot of it. And they still you know they they like you you see it everywhere you go now. Like you go to stores and they they talk about um you know they have books and 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 movies and different things talking about african culture, african heritage, african uh uh customs and 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 everything like that. And you know it. It, it even, is a big part of it. So even
0: that though, it's so widespread. Like, like if someone says African American. Like there are so many things that they could be talking about. Like a lot of people in Africa are not black. A lot of people are white. A lot of people are Indian. Like Indian heritage. Um, one of the like, <laughs> one of like the, like biggest languages and stuff that you like come across down there is like the Queens English. Like there's all kinds of different culture, uh, like different cultures just in Africa. So if someone is walking around who is never like, it's not just that they've never been to Africa, but they, they're they not from Africa. Their parents aren't from Africa. Their grandparents aren't even from Africa. They all were born and raised right here in the United States. They're not fucking African. They're a United States citizen. Like and that's it. Like they have heritage back in 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 Africa, wherever that might be. And if they want to explore that, that's great. Good for them. They like obviously they should do that. But isn't a less divisive way like if shouldn't it be like instead of identifying with a different country, like if you want to be, be- treated better where you're at, shouldn't you find a way to identify with where you're at? I
1: no. I don't think so. Yeah, I because think you
0: absolutely should because that's I, the point. Like we I belong here. I
1: don't think it's on them to make their to to make the problem of racism go away. It's the it's, racist. It's, it's not issue. on.
0: I'm not saying it's on them, but I'm but saying, you're saying like
1: that they should change how no, no, no. they feel what or I'm, what they say. What I'm
0: saying is, if 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 I'm in that position, and I'm saying I belong here, then I feel like I have a better claim of saying. I belong here. I live here. This is my fucking home. This is where my family's from. This is the only home I've ever known. Not saying you should treat me better. I'm from that country.
1: I don't see anybody saying that.
0: That's what it is. Like there's like there are certainly people here who have very strong ties to wherever they immigrate from. I mean, it's the United States. We're a melting pot. There's people who immigrate here all the time. But there's also a lot of people who have absolutely no ties back to any other country but this one. This has been their whole life. This has been their whole culture. This has been their heritage. So why isn't that a platform that they use? Like, that's the issue that I draw. Like, if that's the case that you're in, that's your fucking, like, that's the fucking ace up your sleeve. Like... You know, if, if this is my house, right? And if I'm getting shit from the other people in this house, I'm going to stand up. It's like, this is my fucking house. Like, this is my house. My family built this house. My family's lived in this house since it's been here. Like, this is it. This is the... Not only is that... Like, this is the only house I've ever known. This is my fucking house. I don't have to fucking leave. And I don't have to deal with you treating me like shit. This is my house as much as it is anyone else who lives in this house. Like, that's like... Isn't that like a better fucking argument? And that's the argument they use.
1: Like they they do stand up, but they do claim like they do say that they are part of American culture, that they are Americans. It's even in the title that they generally use Asian American, African American. They're just giving they're paying homage to where they're from because it is different for a lot of them than it is for you and me. Because for a lot of the, the, the people who, who fall under those qualifiers, their, their heritage may not be as, as mixed and jumbled as ours is.
0: Like right. A lot, well, of, a lot of
1: black people, their whole family has been black. They, they don't have, you know, Scott in them. They don't have Native American. They have African, like, all the way back. Same with a lot of Asian people. A lot of Asian people, it's Asian all the way back. Are they themselves from that country? No. And they never claim to be, but they pay homage to their heritage by keeping it in the title, by calling themselves Asian American or African American.
0: That's what I'm saying though is unneeded to you. Sure. But maybe not to them. I I really think it's unneeded across the board. Like I really, I really do. And like, I'm not saying that they should disown their heritage or not celebrate it in however, like however they want to celebrate it. Like that's, Fine, like, you can lean fucking hard into it. But I think the baseline has to just be like, well, hey, you know what? Like, I'm literally as much of an American as you are. And they never End say anything story. else. They never say anything otherwise. They just choose to include their heritage in what they call themselves. But it only works one way. Like, that's the issue. Because it's it's not, like, you're saying that it means nothing to them in the argument. They're just, they're just including their heritage, but that's not really how that, not really how that works. Like it's, I don't know. It's, it's kind of hard to explain correctly. Like I'm, it's, it's hard to explain, I guess it's because I'm not trying to say that someone should not lean into their heritage. I'm just heritage. I'm just saying like there's ways that you conquer a divide and you don't conquer a divide by keep pointing out the ways that you're different. But they should be able to point
1: out how they're different without there being a divide. That's the point.
0: Well, yeah, the divide shouldn't be
1: there in the first place. Exactly. And the divide is there because they're different, but they shouldn't have to try to hide the fact that they're different or change Who's the fact that. Who's saying anything
0: about them hiding it?
1: You're saying they shouldn't point it out. They shouldn't they shouldn't be like, proud, or they shouldn't no, be open I'm, about No, I'm saying different.
0: that that part needs to go away from the narrative. Like, it's like the idea of, like, a racist term, right? A racist term is racist, no matter how you say it. Uh, or, like, a racist term is racist if you're using it in a racist way. But it, it, a word is still a word. But we've had this conversation before where the best way to just get around that is it should be, like, a non-factor, like, look at something like nigger, right? If you say the word, it's already got negative kind of connotations. Like, people like flinch from that word. Like, no one will even say it. Like, it's some kind of magic word that's going to cause problems because it will cause problems, even though it's just a word. Like, if, like, you can say the word and it's not racist if you're describing the word, right? And we've discussed that the best way to just get over that so it's not a problem and it doesn't lose its power is people just need to fucking let go of it. And so, like, you know, black people shouldn't be calling each other nigger and white people shouldn't be using the N-word, like, keeping it in the mainstream. Like, people should just let it go. Like, that's not going to, to delete the word from history. But it 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 will take the sting out if people just stop fucking using it. Right. Okay. So in that same fucking vein, like the narrative should be like like I like you can look at me and know like I'm an American, right? And if I can stand up and talk about this, that or whatever, I'm an American. Like that should be the fucking baseline. Not like, you know, I'm German American or I'm European-American, or I'm African-American, or I'm Asian-American. Like, the baseline should just be like, you know, we're fucking American. Like, that's like that's what it boils down to. Like, it's, it's like the gay rights thing. Like, they don't go around. Like, when there was a big push for gay rights, it wasn't ever like, well, we're gay people. It, it always just boiled down to, like, no, we're just people in love. And, like, that's it. Like, we're people. Like,
1: Right, but they still use the title homosexual or gay The qualifying title And that's what people like African Americans are doing They're using a qualifying title They're not claiming that they're not American They're just using a qualifier Like I'm an American Whose ethnic background is Africa I'm an American whose ethnic background is Asia And for a white people, for a white person to say I'm European American I'm an American whose background is Europe No one uses that No, they don't use it, but it is a term. Like it is there, and I have, I have seen it used. I've heard it used. um, But it is a term that exists because it is kind of a, you know, the like. Well, the terms are real. But the thing is, is that it's not. So it's not up to the victim to change things about themselves to make things better for themselves.
0: It's up to the people who are victimizing them. Yeah, the people the people who are victimizing them should also look at them like Americans, right? Well, actually, more than that, they should just look at them like other people. Like right. that's the thing. I'm and, not
1: against that, and it shouldn't be predicated on whether or not this person likes to
0: identify with their cultural heritage. It who I'm not saying that it is predicated on. But that. you're I'm saying not that saying they it's d- up to black people, or Asian people, or Mexican people, or Muslim or not Muslim but Middle Eastern people. Like I'm not saying that. The problem ends if they just call themselves Americans. I'm just saying that it's fucking stupid to me that you lead with your heritage and not with you.
1: A person is their
0: heritage. No, they're not like it. it, It depends on that shit doesn't matter at all. Like most people have no fucking ties to their heritage and like, okay, I say most people I mean most people in the United States have no ties to their heritage and they don't give a shit. Unless they want something, and then it's like, pay attention to me because of this, and that's the only time it ever fucking comes out. Like you shouldn't lead with your fucking heritage; you should just lead with yourself. Like, because your heritage is a fucking genetic accident. Like, I don't think I'm better than the rest of the world because I'm from the United States. I'm from the United States as a the. It's it's just an accident that the cells that make me up and make me think the way they do happen to come together in the womb of someone who was in the United States. Uh, a lot of
1: it, I think a lot of it stems from the fact that you and I don't have to deal with the same problems that, you know, like African Americans, Asian Americans, Hispanics, people of that nature have to deal with.
0: Well, no. So we don't necessarily have to deal with the, the, like the inherent racism that, um, a, a lot of people run into. Uh, I would say that we have some of our own problems not necessarily to that scale not even close
1: i mean yeah we ha- everybody has their own problems like well, i'm like here's I, the thing like i'm a mar- i'm part of a marginalized group i'm part of a i'm part of a minority group that's part of it's the most hated group in the country but i still don't have it as
0: bad as black people well i'm not saying that like uh, so i think the the only issue with people in our specific situation not across the board, but people specifically like us, is that we catch all the shit about being white without any of the benefits of being white. Like we're not rich, like we're not affluent. We don't own anything. Uh, I, I don't know if you've ever been in trouble, but I've never once been let off the hook because I've, like, because I'm white. In fact, the few times I've gotten in trouble, I've like I've specifically gotten criminal charges. Because I'm poor,
1: right? But you also have to think about it. Like, would you even know that you're being let out or it's being you're? It, they're taking it easy on you because you're white. Like, they're not just gonna come out and say that usually. Some people are stupid enough to, but most people aren't just gonna come out and say, "Well, you know, it'd be worse if you weren't white." But since you're white, like they're not gonna say that. Like, for example, I've been in trouble a couple times. Like, I, I've gotten. I mean okay so this isn't anything major like I, I had a when I was young I got a couple minor in possession charges no big deal right but right how do I know that that would have been the same if I were black it could have been way fucking worse it could have been but you don't know that it would have been at one point they could have given me a DUI and they gave me an MIP what if I were black like, yeah, I'm not saying and I know maybe, that it would have been would worse. Have. Maybe it would have been worse. But that's my point. Like, we don't know because we're not that. So we can't speak to what's right or
0: wrong for that group of people. Well, I'm not saying what's right or wrong for that fucking group of people. And I'm not saying that black—I'm obviously not saying that white people have it any, like, harder. I, and I I think I preface, preface this by saying that it's not as bad as the inherent racism— it's just that's something that, like, if you're not a rich white person, you don't really benefit from being a white person.
1: Maybe not in all the great ways, but I bet there are some benefits. Like, for example, the black people who were murdered by, by police in recent years. I feel like if it were you or I in those similar situations, that wouldn't have happened.
0: Yeah, okay, but that's not as big of a thing. Like, if you look at any of the numbers, there's just as many white people that ki- get killed by cops every single year. For the same petty stuff, though? Yes. Across the board, if you look up the numbers, there are just as many white people to get killed. And I'm not saying that, like, I'm not trying to downplay that. It's a problem across the board. And I don't think that anyone, regardless of their skin color, should have to be afraid of dealing with a police officer, which I think that's less of a problem of race in general and more of a problem with the police force. Because our police force is garbage. Because we have we have a force that is a force. Like, they're not there to protect people like you and me and the average person. They're there to catch criminals. And they don't care who the criminal is. They just want to, like, fucking catch people. Well, I definitely agree
1: that our police, we have troubles with our law enforcement, 100%.
0: And like, there's there's a lot of stuff that gets amplified, but that's also a problem of our um, of our news system. I would agree with that as well. But like, if you actually dig into the stats of violent uh, of violence against people by the police, there are just as many white people who get killed or injured as there are black people, or Middle Asian uh, or Middle Eastern people, or Asian people, or anything else. It's across the board but it it it's dependent on what they do
1: like that's the thing like okay so for example if a black person were shooting up a store right just fucking randomly trying to shoot people and the cop showed up and they shot that person because that person was a dangerous threat and trying to actively trying to kill people with a deadly weapon i don't think any reasonable person would be against that just right. like just like if it were like a white person with a gun shooting up a store right. or anything like nobody would be against the cops showing up and being like that motherfucker's got a gun that motherfucker is acti- actively trying to kill people we have one course of action here we need to take it right but that's not what's been happening with with these these black people who are getting murdered by the cops.
0: But that is specifically you're just following along with what you read about in the news. That's not just that, what I read about in the news. That is because it's you not. you didn't even believe me that there are just as many white people that get murked by cops as there are blacks. There was And the, that's because that stuff doesn't get put in the media as much as it, as as much as others cuz there's so much fucking censorship. Now I'm not trying to say that like it shouldn't be downplayed. Like I'm not trying to say that that nullifies in any way the the horribleness of 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 what happens to uh, anyone of like non-white descent like and i know that that's a running thing especially for black people is that like you don't know how you know it's there's so much news about how violent and how like fatal things can get That there's like a real fear of anything, any interaction with a police officer that they might fucking shoot you. Even though statistically that's not 100% on. It's just like people who are afraid of flying because yeah, you, you can fucking, you can die in a plane crash. But there's a lot of fucking airlines that fly multiple times every day that don't crash. And so it's not really that fucking dangerous. Like the problem... Is is the police force. It's not necessarily the color of skin. And like, even if you look at some of like the most high profile uh instances of violence against people by the police, there it hasn't specifically just been white police against black people. So I mean it's not specifically just a race thing, it's a fucking problem with our police force.
1: And I don't disagree that the police force is a major problem, but the big, one of the biggest problems with the police force is they're under-trained, under uh, underfunded in certain aspects, overfunded in other aspects, and it's super easy to be a racist, psychotic piece of shit and become a cop. Yeah. And that, yes, that yeah, is absolutely like... 100% a problem with the police force. My yeah. point is, is that that generally is taken out on non-white people. Like, okay, so for example, for example, the Aurora, Colorado shooter went into a movie theater, shot the place up, was a white guy. They took him alive. One of the more recent instances in a, in a wrongful, wrongful death case of a black man, he was suspected, accused of, didn't, no, no evidence whatsoever that this was even the, the, the truth, but it was just like, they thought maybe that he had tried to use a counterfeit $20 bill in a store and he was choked to death. In the middle of the street.
0: I believe that was George Floyd. So that's, I mean, a problem? Yes. But that one instance doesn't mean that black people are the only people that get fucking murked by cops. And it doesn't mean that they're the majority of it either. Like, seriously, all you have to do is just look at the stats. It's pretty well fucking. Even if they're not all thrown out in the fucking media so that people can get all outraged over them. It's across the board. They do it to fucking everybody. That's the real fucking problem. It doesn't like, and again, like I I don't see where the hang up here is because I'm not trying to say that they have it easier than anyone else. Like I'm not trying to say that like what happens to them isn't as bad or anything like that. It's bad regardless of who happens to you. I'm just trying to say that like it does happen to everybody. Like we shouldn't just say that like they inherently get it worse just because those are the only ones that we actually hear about. Because that's statistically untrue.
1: Well, maybe I don't know. Maybe you're right. You know, you might be. But the fact of the matter, it, 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 that's one instance of that's one example of the fucking embedded systemic racism in this country
0: against any against everybody non-white. Well, I would say the biggest thing for systemic racism that you can see on paper and like you can see empirically is that um, people of color, I don't know if it's specifically black people or if it's just any minority, they tend to get much harsher sentences and things like that. Um, That's, I mean, that's trackable. That's definitely a real thing. That's also most statistics show. So, I mean, like, I'm not disagreeing that there's there's systemic racism. Racism is still a really big problem. It's better now than it ever has been, but it's still a real problem. A lot of people, a lot of racist people floating around. I'm not saying it's not a problem. I'm just saying, like, for that particular thing of, like, uh, I don't know, cops being shitty towards people, that isn't necessarily specifically a race thing. It's a shitty police force thing. I I think it's both.
1: I mean, I, I don't, don't get me wrong. I'm not disagreeing with you on the police force thing at all. I am 100% agree. Like, they have not enough money in their training. They don't get enough training. They have way too much money when it comes to, like, fucking weapons and ammunition and fucking...
0: Right, they're very heavily armed.
1: ...military gear that they don't fucking need. So, yeah, I'm like, I'm 100% behind the calls to defund the police. And, no, that doesn't mean you get rid of the police force. That just means that maybe your fucking cops don't need tanks. Yeah. Okay. They don't need, you know, millions of dollars to spend on armored personnel carriers for yeah. Christ's sake. Like Really, that, they
0: need they need to funnel all that shit back into training. Like
1: Yes, absolutely. Like okay, so I looked into this in the state of Nebraska, the training for the police in Nebraska is 14 weeks. 14 yeah. that's the same amount of time roughly at the same amount of time of basic training for the military. Yeah. Now, in basic training in the military, what you learn in that 14 weeks is physical fitness and weapons. What the fuck like and okay, so then, so in in 14 weeks for the United States military, or at least the US Army, you learn physical fitness and 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 weapons training and, you know, combat training, things like that. Your basic that's what okay, BCT is is what it's referred to in the army. That stands for basic combat training that takes about 14 weeks okay right roughly something like that or maybe it's 14 weeks for that plus infantry school either way 14 weeks to learn how to fucking kill yeah. people well it's it's something it's
0: like 10 to 14 or so, it's something like that for your basic training yeah and then usually then you, you get have different more, training
1: yeah you get more training now depending on what you do i was infantry so you basically just go through the same thing but more advanced um because i mean that's what infantry does you're trained to kill people right your training job. for the job right exactly um But then you want to take and you want to train police in that same amount of time and you have to train them in physical fitness, weapons training. You have to the different weapon systems that they use, the shotguns, the different, you know, shotguns, pistols, tasers, everything like that. The different ammunition that they use. Right. You know, rubber bullets, uh, sandbags, uh, bullets, everything like that. And, And then you also have to train them on how to handle themselves in stressful situations and you have to train them. And, um, you know, what's illegal, what's not, they have to be able to try to know what's law and, you know, what's, what's, you know, what's right, what's wrong, right. And everything like that. And you got And you're doing all that in the span of 14 weeks in the span it takes to train a soldier at the basic level. And that's not enough because here's the thing. Right. Here's the thing. People will try to defend the police with this. They'll say, well, you know, I can, you know, I saw the video. That was a stressful situation. Of course, the cop reacted the way he did bullshit, fucking bullshit. I was in the military for seven years. I spent a year of that in Afghanistan. We trained pretty heavily for that. And again, here's the thing. We trained for it. We had special training specifically for that deployment. So not only did I go through basic combat training and infantry school, everything after that was training, 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 train for this, train for that, train on this, train on that, refresh your training for this because it's been a while, refresh your training for that because it's been a while. Here's a new thing that we're going to spend some time training on and now you're going to get deployed. So now you have a few months where you're going to be training specifically for a deployment situation. And you're going to have to go through this training for this situation and this training for this situation and all this kind of stuff. And the rules of engagement in Afghanistan and in, 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 in the Middle East now are so goddamn strict and strenuous that in order to basically what they told us is in order to know that you are legally and rightfully firing your weapon, you have to have a lawyer present with you. Now, of course, that was just a little joke for how how, you know, strict the rules of engagement are. But basically, you do not fire your weapon unless you are being shot at. Right. You you don't pull that fucking trigger. And if we deviated from that at all. You're fucked. Your whole life is Fucked. Because chances are you're going to stand you're going to end up in a court-martial. And in that court-martial, chances are you're going to be found guilty. And if you're found guilty in that court-martial, depending on what you're found guilty for, chances are you're going to Leavenworth and you might be there for a long time, if not for the rest of your fucking life. And right. Fort Leavenworth in the military, the military prison, is not a happy little fucking place. It's a physical labor prison. You break big rocks into smaller rocks and smaller rocks into pebbles. It's a physical labor prison where you still, you're not part of the military anymore in this prison, but you still have to adhere to military standards and protocol. Right. And you're telling me that in a, in war, I'm expected to be better and be able to pay closer attention to what's going on around me in war than you would expect a police officer to be able to do on the streets of his fucking hometown at the local
0: fucking stop and shop. I don't fucking think so. Right. Train your fucking cops. Yeah. Well, and that's that's definitely a a big issue. The cops in particular don't have even remotely enough training. And it's not... The whole system itself is flawed. Like, even in the sense of, like, um, like soldiers, right? I would say... On average, a soldier in a combat zone is probably under a lot more pressure than a police officer driving around in his car getting fat. Um, and so to combat those high-pressure situations, even soldiers in war are on rotation, so they don't stay there for years at a time. They certainly don't stay there for 20 fucking years doing the same goddamn job every all day every day. Like, there's. Uh, it's, I mean, part of it is for mental health, right? Because, mm-hmm. you know, your soldiers have to be mentally sound or else they're going to be shit when you need them to be good. But that's something that they also don't take into account with police officers who they're already, like, they're undertrained. They maybe have no fucking background in conflict resolution at all. All that they've been really told is, like, like, through the training there, it's like they get like a little bit of like physical fitness, a little bit on arms training, and a little bit on the le- the legalities of being a police officer, and that's kind of it in that tiny ass time frame that they're at the police academy, and then they're just kind of like set loose to do it. And so now they're they're under trained, they're in a position that they're not ready for, and maybe they're in a real shit area, you know, like you, you know, in like a city or something where there's substantially more crime than maybe something that we're used to, like around here, right. Um, and that's super fucking stressful, but that's like a nine to five job or like, not like a nine to five, but you know, it, they, they, that's your daily job. Right. Ostensibly forever. Like they want you to do it until you retire. Right. Like that is way fucking too much.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Here, here's the thing. Like it used to be that, that, that soldiers would be just kind of kept there for a long time, but they changed that even early on in the current war. Uh, they had what was called stop loss. And what that was is <clears throat> a lot of times units would get deployed and they'd be told we're going on a 12 month deployment one year, which is pretty standard for, well, depending on the branch, like air force only does like six months at a time, uh, whatever fucking chair force. Uh, but army generally does about a year at a time, depending on what you're doing, et cetera, et cetera. There are some other factors that go into it, but generally about a year at a time. Um, so they'd be coming up. It happened a lot. They'd be coming up on uh, the end of their deployment and then they would get orders. Nope. Oh, We'd need you to stay another year. So they'd be there for another year. They'd be coming up on the end of that time. Well, we need you to stay another year. Now, they quit doing that. Um, and by the time I went over, the rotations were one year. And in the middle of that, you got two weeks off to go home and relax and see your family. Like, I, I missed my first son's birth by a little bit because I got held over in Kuwait. Mm-hmm. But I got to come home for a couple of weeks and see my newborn son and 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 spend time with my family. And so did everybody else in my in my unit. Um but you know, that's and but that there's still there's a big difference here because like there are people who make a career out of the military. And what the military is when you're not in war, you're training for war. That's what it is. Right. That's what you're doing. Now if you want police to be a career job, fine. It needs to be treated that way. Because here's the other thing I found out when I, I was talking to a cop about this because I gave some thought to being a cop. They go to the academy or they go to the police academy, whatever the fuck they call it, police academy, whatever. Five days a week. They get to go home on weekends. Right. So, the, yeah. you Okay. So you get 14 weeks of training and you go home on weekends. That doesn't
0: make any fucking sense. Yeah. Well, and that's just the the stuff of what they're doing. Like, you get, I mean, you get 12, 10 to 12, 14 weeks just for basic, basic training in the military, mm-hmm. which is, like, more than the police academy, just right. by that itself. But they, the, you know, they also are supposed to have, like, you know, conf- conflict resolution. Um to work in human aid, or like even even something as dumb as like HR, or like not necessarily as dumb, but as like simple as HR, where conflict resolution is technically part of their job, that's still four years right. of studying. Um, you know, they're supposed to be able to talk people down. Like uh, to have an education in like psychology or to or therapy and things like that like you're looking at like eight years plus schooling every so often afterwards until you don't do that job anymore right um and like lawyers it's you have like you go through regular college and then you have to go through uh like law school and then even after that like there's still a very fucking hard test that you have to pass Right. For every single state that you just even want to work in. And then you have to keep getting certified after that.
1: Yeah, because the laws change. Yeah. You know, different laws come into play. Some of them change. You have to know that.
0: It's like they take it, like, you take a little bit of this job, and 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 we're going to give you 30 minutes to learn all of that. And then we're never going to talk about it again. Right. But, like, if you do any one of those jobs, it's like, yeah, you're going to need 10 years of full-time schooling before you can even start and then like at least another like month of schooling every year for the rest of your life. Right. But it's like, that's, it's just the, the, the core of what the police is, is flawed. Yeah. So
1: army basic training is nine weeks. I looked it up now. I can't speak to Marine or air force or Navy. I was never a member of those, but army basic training is nine weeks long. I think 14 weeks is if you do OSA, which stands for One Station Unit Training, which means you go through basic training and your advanced schooling all in one go. Gotcha. That's about 14 weeks, depending on your MOS. There are some that are longer. You know, there are some that are a lot longer. Special Forces in the Army, Green Beret, 11 X-Ray. Last time I checked on it, I knew somebody who was actually going through for that. That's about two years training before you're even qualified.
0: Yeah, and that's, like, a training... Well, and especially... So, maybe that's, like, a higher standard. Oh, it's way (laughs) higher standard. Oh, I mean, like, maybe that's, like, a higher standard than you really need for a police officer, but, like, the training for, like, the special forces is so intense that people die. Oh, yeah, yeah,
1: absolutely. And so, I'm not saying that, like, cops should be trained like special forces but you shouldn't train them like you do your fucking grunts either. Yeah.
0: Well, like, no, but that's like that's what I'm saying is like there's levels of training that we expect the best of the best to have. Right. That are so stringent that you can literally die just trying out mm-hmm. to get to that level and like there's definitely like maybe we don't necessarily need to hold police to that standard where it's so rough in the training that you might die but like, it should at least be like up there, like on the on the podium of difficult things to get.
1: Yeah, it, it shouldn't like there should be Yeah, there should be some pretty in depth training. Because here's the thing the reason becoming an infantryman is fourteen weeks and not longer is because it really doesn't take very long to learn how to run and shoot different guns. Because that's—I mean, okay. So, like, I'm dumbing it down a little bit, but I'm really not all that much. Like, our training consisted of marching with heavy shit for a long distance, shooting different weapons, and learning how to operate those different weapons, and becoming physically fit. That's radio operations, and and you know, of course, you know, learning how to use different parts of your gear because that's important too. Right. But. That is what it came, like, it wasn't like I was, you know, it, it, but that's the thing. If you do other stuff, it takes longer. Like, there are things that you can do to add on to being an infantryman that extend your schooling a bit. There's 11 Charlie. Those are mortarmen. What they do is they go through basic combat training, and then they go through infantry school, and then they go through 11 Charlie school, which is where they learn how to use a mortar. You know, learn how to aim it, learn how to, you know, fire it, all that good stuff, right? And that's a couple weeks long. That tacks on to your initial training. Like, that's not just mixed in. Like, that tacks on more. Damn you I'm... can learn how to use the javelin weapon system. That tacks on extra time. You could... I, I believe you can fail stuff, too. Oh, yeah. And yeah. then you have to redo it. Yeah.
0: Or, like, if you fail it enough, they just kick you out. Right. Like, but, yeah. Y- all right, Timmy, you're just not... uh And that's the other thing, like, (laughs) you you can't, you can't do this.
1: You don't even have to fail for them to restart you. Like, if you fuck up in a major way, like, it doesn't even have to be like, well, you didn't qualify with your weapon or you failed this uh, physical fitness test or you didn't do this quite right or whatever. It could just be you mouthed off to the wrong person at the wrong time or something like that. They can make you start over from day one and go through all of it over again. They can absolutely do that to you because when you join the military, they fucking own your ass.
0: Yeah, not so, not not so with the police force. No, because when you're a cop, you can fucking murder people and they don't care. So, so this is also something that I've seen floated around, and I haven't looked too deeply into it. Um, but I, I don't know if you've if you've kind of heard of it. But I know that there's been people lobbying to get the police force kind of like separated. Into different kind of like different departments, I guess, where it's like not every police officer is specifically like supposed to be like a fat, bald guy in sunglasses who sits on you until you die, Um where they're supposed to be more like social workers. Weird how that makes sense. Isn't it? Yeah.
1: No, I have seen stuff about that. I've seen things, yeah, like there are different cities who are actually experimenting with this now where they've defunded their police to the point where, yeah, they still have like a a law enforcement section that like they, you know, somebody's speeding, you pull them over or, you know, they're doing this or whatever, you know, because like I'm not saying that we don't need police. Like I'm not saying that we don't need law enforcement. There should be somebody out there, like if you're driving recklessly... Yeah, there should be somebody out there to stop you from doing that. Someone should be
0: able to respond to emergencies. Exactly.
1: But the police shouldn't be like the end-all be-all of everything that deals with that stuff. Like, Eventually, it has to be out of the hands of the arresting officers and in the hands of somebody who is qualified to deal with that particular instance, like social workers, psychologists, people of that nature. Maybe
0: somebody with a little bit of conflict resolution other than sit there because I told you to sit there and if you move, I'm going to shoot you until I'm out of bullets.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: And you know, I just... and I mean, I'm for it. I'm, I mean, I'm for it, but it's, isn't it? So have you seen the thing about, um, all right, so real quick, because we're, we're kind of getting off, uh, off of one tangent and onto the other. I do want to point out that, uh, I am all for the end of racism in, you know, any way that we can do it any good way that we can do it i suppose genocide's a way not totally in in favor of that one. yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't but like (laughs) that's not a good way everybody that's 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 a bad it's not a bad okay so not in any way imaginable but like i'm i'm in favor of the end of racism i want to get to that point where any way that doesn't
1: hurt people yeah like
0: where everyone can just get the fuck over stuff and be happy like I think we're we're making baby steps, and I uh, honestly, I really don't care that much if you identify with your heritage, like, but just in general, I do, I want everyone to be happy, and I want the best for everybody, um, and I also, I don't want it to make it seem like I'm trying to blame the victim or anything like that, I don't think it's, I think it's an, uh, I think it's a white issue, more like there's racism that flows all over the place but i think in the united states it's mostly a white people in power issue yeah um
1: and i would say i would i would say that that's another big issue because look at the demographic of our government
0: yeah how many of them are people of color or minorities well and that's just another thing where it's like even even to other white people the white people who are in power right now are like they're like super white (laughs) <laughs> like yep. they're not even normal white. They're like they're they're like ancient, like disgustingly rich people. Mitch McConnell, like we're talking to you. People who don't even exist within the within the frame of white America. Right. Like that's a fucking problem for everyone.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. And that is a big issue. Like, the whole point is supposed to be representation there can be no there, what what is it? How does it go? I'm fucking. I got myself. Drumming. I
0: will also bo- like butcher it if I try to say it. But yeah, I know what uh, you're saying. Like there should be accurate representation of the people. Right. Right. Not like a bunch of like nine thousand year old white people. Right. Who are so rich that they could literally wipe their ass with their money and then burn it, and not even notice that the money was gone. Right. Like. That is a fucking issue.
1: Oh, absolutely. Uh, 100%. There needs to be... I think that's a big part of it. There needs to be more atheists, more more black people, more Asian people, more women, and, and more of every minority representing this country, because that's what we are. That's what we're supposed to be. That was the intent of this See, country, was to be a melting pot of cultures.
0: I, I have an idea of, I think, how we could fix our government... Kill the old, rich, white people? Overnight. And this might seem a little extreme, but I think that it would absolutely work. And this is what you do. You come up with a decent minimum wage that's living, like a living minimum wage. Which is what it's supposed to be. Um, And then you make every single government job where you're in charge of policy, mandatory minimum wage, Mm -hmm. with a set time limit, Mm -hmm. uh, the amount of time that you're able to work that job and be in that government, and then also make it so that it's like um, uh, you cannot have holdings with any other organization or business or person until you are out of the government.
1: I like it. Can we also eat the rich
0: people? Um. Well, I'm, I don't... You said you'd try human. I would try human, but, like, just... I'm trying to, like, think of any of them that don't look like they're vampires. I'm sure we could find one. Because, like, I mean, if you eat an animal, you want to eat one that looks good, right? Yeah. Like, not one that's, like, hobbling around... <laughs> It's like one eye's like okay, poking out so, of its head. Okay, so we'll use, liver
1: spots. We'll use Mitch McConnell to cook the white, the the rich person we eat. How about that?
0: I bet Mitch McConnell. Like I bet you get shittier as a person by walking through a room that he is in.
1: <laughs> I uh, yeah, probably. God, he's so he's he's garbage. He's garbage. Yeah. Um. Right. Okay, so uh, just just a, just a heads up spoilers. So we celebrated a little bit when Rush Limbaugh died. I'll celebrate even more when Mitch McConnell dies.
0: Like, really, most of them. Like, I know like, there's a big draw of, like, people on the right, they hate, like, a a bunch of Democratic people. And then there's, Mm -hmm. like, people on the left that hate most of the the Republican people. Right. Like, there are, like, a few moderates on both sides. Mm -hmm. Not very many, but there's a couple moderates on both sides that are just like, Jesus Christ, people, can't we just fucking do one goddamn thing? Right. And, like, that's fine. They're they're probably making more money than they should make, and they've probably been in there longer than they should be. There, but there are some more younger people that are coming out, like or that are kind of getting into positions um, that seem to be more middle of the road. And you know, good for them, right? That's fine. But like, as a person, like, I'm not. I guess I, I I I guess I'm technically like a moderate. Like, I'm not a Republican or a Democrat.
1: I think I think generally it's referred to as independent. Like, uh, yeah. Well, it's like you're not you're not on one side or the other.
0: Well, I like you're kind there's, of in the middle. It's so I do this weird thing where it's like I listen to people's ideas and I decide which ones are good and which ones are bad, regardless of who they are. And I understand that that's a hard concept for a lot of people to wrap their head around. But uh, here's the thing: like there are some Republican ideas that are that are good. Like you should be able to defend yourself and the government shouldn't be able to tell you explicitly what to do at any given point. That's mm. I mean that's overstepping bounds. On the other side of that, um the Democrats like you should also want to help your neighbors. Right. and want to help take care of things. Um on the like on the like the libertarian side, you should also be free to spend your money how you how you want. And like on the like fucking like it's just like there's like bits of every side where it's like, yeah, like that's reasonable.
1: Yeah, and I, I would agree. And I, I think like for me at least, like I identify as liberal, um, which is generally kind of where you fall, like the the place that kind of the title you fall into when you think, you know, hey, maybe we should do things that are best for everybody and not just the rich people. You yeah. know, generally you fall into that category of like liberal. um. <clears throat> But here's the thing, like, I might disagree with a lot of Republicans. I disagree with a lot of things a lot of Democrats say. But, like, I can still respect a person even if I disagree with them. So, like, I can still, like, you know, I can still, you know, think that, okay, well, you know, we differ on this idea. I think you're wrong. And, like, I mean, there's a lot of those times where I can point to history and be like, and here's where I can show that you're wrong. But that doesn't mean you're a bad person. Yeah. But there are so many, and it happens on, on every side in politics, but you know, there are so many who it's just like, it's not just a difference of opinion.
0: It's not just a difference of idea. A lot of them are just garbage
1: fucking people.
0: Yes, <laughs> a lot of them are. Well, and it's also like the agenda that they push, and it's it's because like we've hit this weird stride where it's, you're not, like in the government, you're not allowed to think in ways outside of your party. Like if you're a if you're a democrat and then some republican puts out like something that you're like, "Okay, that makes sense." Then like if you vote for that or vote in that way, then you're considered abandoning the Democratic Party because you're breaking with them. It's like on both sides. And so and like that's what they do. It's like, "No, no, no. If you're a democrat, you have to be a democrat in like you have to vote this way, and you have to think this way, and you have to use these talking points for every single thing that pops up. You are not allowed to deviate. Um, to the point where it's like, look at Bernie Sanders. Like he's a Democrat, well, but independent. But yeah, but super like, liberal. Socialist. He's 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 one that is like, you know, he's like, well, we should you know take care of college, and we should take care take care of healthcare, and and you know this and that and. And then, like, the Democrats are like, okay, but he's not, like, a real Democrat. Yeah. Which, I I
1: have to say, like, I'm 100% on board with Bernie Sanders.
0: I am, too. And, like, but that's the thing. It's, like, that's bleeding down into people. And so, like, your average person will also be like, like, you know, I'm a Republican, so I don't give a shit what any of those fucking Democrats say. They're fucking evil. Like, even though they don't even know, because most people actually don't pay any attention to what really goes on? Like, there's so few people that actually read, like, mm-hmm. the stuff that goes through and gets voted on, and like actually stay in the know. They they most people just get their talking points from whichever news outlet they want to like, right? Wh- whichever one speaks back to them. So, like, if they're a Democrat, then you know they're probably watching like MSNBC or CNN. If they're a Republican, they're probably watching watching Fox News. Um, and like that's it. And so like it's it's become like this deep fucking divide to where it's like you can't like you can't just be like a person and be like well that idea is pretty good and that idea is pretty good like can we find a way to make both those de- those those ideas work like together like can we use that as a middle ground and a starting off point instead everyone's just like nope if it came from that side i don't want to hear it
1: right well and there was a there was a there was a great example of that <clears throat> so when um obama was president you know of course everybody knows he he had the affordable care act Right, right. Um, and it it became like everybody started referring to it as Obamacare, and they I don't remember who it was, but somebody did this great experiment. They went out on the street and we're talking to random people, um, generally like like re- Republicans, right? And they t- they asked them, you know, what do you think about Obamacare? And they just like fucking just lose their fucking mind, just horrible shit to say about it, right? And then they'd ask them, well, wh- okay, so what do you think about the Affordable Care Act? And they would say they would have like nothing but good things to say about it. And the reason for that is because like number, like you said, they didn't pay attention. They yeah, didn't they, they don't know what pay it attention is. That, that those are the same thing. They just heard one had Obama's name on it, and immediately it's like, oh, fucking no, Obama came up with fucking garbage, and he's a fucking horrible racist slur, racist slur, fuck him, and all this other... It's like, like, if people would just stop and look, like, they would see that they agree with people they think they disagree with more often than they don't. You know, especially, like, you have to use like the republicans as an example again because like granted don't get me wrong democrats have some shitty ideas and they do some shitty stuff too but it seems to come a lot more from the revol- republicans at least right now mm-hmm. um but so like you have like if you look at the statistics people on people using like snap benefits unemployment benefits um welfare benefits things like that tend to come from red states but you have republicans who will down who will fucking Yell and scream about how these things are horrible, horrible things and how we should get rid of them. And then these people who actually benefit from these programs are voting for Republicans. Yeah. And it's just, it's so ridiculous. Like, you, it's like, it's like you're so brainwashed into like party lines that you don't understand. You're voting against your own interests. That's why I don't understand women
0: who are Republican. See, that's, there's a big thing of people like, I just don't get when, like, there are people who are, like, Latino and, uh, I mean, women and black people who were, like, really big Trump supporters, even though he was, like, super racist and super sexist. Oh, yeah. And it's, like, I didn't understand how you could, like, like, there are, like, there was, like, videos of people at rallies and stuff where, like, there's women wearing shirts like he can grab my pussy and shit like that, where it's like you know he doesn't like you, right? Right. He didn't give a shit. He doesn't give a shit about any of his supporters. He never did. No. And it's like I don't know. That's people just get like they they get so tied in to one thing or another that they're just completely unwilling to think of anything else. Like that's the big thing that like you come across a lot with people who don't like Bernie Sanders because they they call him a communist mm-hmm. um, because they. Fail to recognize the difference between communism and democratic socialism, right. which are way different things. Right? Um, there, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, communism
1: is <laughs> a form of, is is a socialist government, but it's very different socialism from democratic socialism.
0: Yeah. So, and that's one of the things it bothers me that people like the people who are really dug in don't realize that democratic socialism is kind of what this country needs. Like it is not just what it needs, but what it's supposed to be. And like, it's usually the people who think that like it's handouts for the poor are also people that don't bat an eye at other democratic socialist things that we already have that they already use. Like you mean like streets
1: and schools and the fire department and the police and the military and, I mean I could keep going. Yeah, like like that kind of stuff. Yeah, all
0: the like <laughs> the general idea is that you're supposed to pay taxes to the government and then the government uses those taxes to take care of the country. Right. Right. And keep, the people. Keep the infrastructure good, keep mm-hmm. the people healthy and protected, and keep the wheels moving. Like mm-hmm. that's one hundred percent of what your taxes are supposed to be for. Right. That's why you pay them. Like, hey, you are the people who are supposed to be in charge of this here's the money that's allocated to you so you can fix the potholes in my street Mm -hmm. and you can put out the fires when they happen and you can take care of people. That's specifically what it's for. But then like Bernie Sanders comes out and he's like, well, here's the thing we need to fix healthcare. So it's not doctor's offices fucking you one way. And then insurance companies fucking you the other way because there's no legal uh, precedent to stop them from doing that. Right. And then we also need to fix the education system. So instead of having little morons wandering the streets because you couldn't afford the $80,000 to send them to a public college right. that will follow them for the rest of their fucking lives, you decided to let them just fucking fail out of out of school and then he's like we you know we can pump some money back into school that way the teachers are actually teaching kids things that are going to help them in life and not going off of one specific test to make sure that their school doesn't close Mm -hmm. because they have to hit a certain grade percentage or else they don't get funding from the government anymore like these are things that they like were the basic baseline of the foundation of the united states that now people are like no that's socialism and i don't want socialism in my country
1: Right. Yeah. The thing is, is like
0: the
1: the whole point to to like like what you said, like having intelligent people, having an intelligent population is good for society. It's good for the country. It's good for you and me. You know what? And, you know, I've heard I've heard people make this argument, too. They're like they'll talk about they'll hear somebody like Bernie Sanders or whatever talk about, you know, well, maybe we should have, you know, maybe college should be inexpensive or even free. You know, maybe that should be a thing. And then you get people, well, what about trade school? Fucking fine. Make trade school free, too. I don't give a shit. Right. We need mechanics. We need welders. We need that shit. Let them go to school for free. I don't fucking care. Make it all free. Make well, it. Well, And it, that's the thing. People get this misconception. It's not even free. You're paying for it with your taxes. Yes. But here's the thing. If everybody gave, like, a little bit of money in their taxes, like, if a little bit of your tax money went to this, then guess what? if your child decides to go to school to be a fucking brain surgeon, it's not going to cost them 800 million fucking dollars to do it because everybody gave a little bit of tax money so that your kid could go be the best damn brain surgeon your kid can be. Right. And just like, you know what? Yeah, I'm on board. You want to make trade school free? Fucking do it. I will give a little bit of my taxes and I think I, I, I want everybody else to do the same so that your kid can go to school and be the Best damn mechanic he can be.
0: Fucking please. Well, and it's like you also – the worst thing that like – the worst argument that I, I've heard, especially about like college and stuff, is that like, well, I had to fucking pay for it. Yeah, right? And I had like, it so shitty, so everybody else should have it shitty too. Well, and also it's like these are always older people. They're like, well, I had to fuck do it, blah, blah, blah. And it's like shouldn't you want better – Like. I had to pay for college. I did. Like I have a giant cloud of of student debt hovering over me at all times, right. following me for the rest of my fucking life. Um I would love it if my kids could go to college mm-hmm. and not have to deal with that. Right. I would love it if your kids got to go to college and didn't have to deal with that. Because having been through it, I don't want other people to go through it. It's right. like I've had I, I like I've had pneumonia and that sucked. One of the worst periods of my life. Um if I could just like pay like an extra like you know what five dollars out of my paycheck you know mm-hmm. and right. then no one would ever get pneumonia ever again pretty good deal i think right. i'd do it i don't think i'd even have to think about it in fact i think i'd probably pay ten dollars if my coworker didn't want to do it just so we could still get it fucking done right yeah and here's the thing like to the same point or to
1: a similar point when it comes to healthcare. People are just so wrapped up in their personal... Like, their, their private health care, right? Right. Like, right. oh, my health insurance company is great. I have to pay them $5,000 every time I go to the doctor and another 20000 at the end of the year for premiums and everything like that. But my health insurance is great. And it's like... So, I... I I can't remember the exact numbers, but I've actually seen the math on this. So, like, the premiums you pay now to health insurance in America, it's, like, somewhere around 20% or something like that of it's your income. Hu- like yeah, it's a, huge it's, amount. it's a disgusting number. If you actually started doing it through taxes, national health care system, it drops down to, like, 5%! fucking percent. Like, it becomes so much cheaper. And then guess what? If you make college free and you make ta- and you make healthcare free or i mean not technically free but accessible you know people can get it when they need it and if you do all that then you know what ha- actually you know what tends to get better it doesn't completely go away because it never will but you know it gets better crime rates drop because there is a lot of crime, not all of it, of course, and I'm not claiming all of it. I'm not saying that it completely eliminates the problem. But there are a lot of crimes committed because the people committing them didn't have the opportunities to go to school. They didn't have the, you know, they don't have the opportunities like a lot of rich people do or like a lot
0: of people did back in the day. Well, and even that's like, it sets a tone. Like, there are, there are poor neighborhoods where... The kids don't care about finishing school because they know that they're not going to be able to go to college. And they're not going to be able to get out of that neighborhood. So, fuck it. Like, why even try? Right. Especially when crime is easy. Yeah. And you can make a lot of money very easily. Usually, there's pretty big consequences. Sometimes you die. Sometimes you go to jail for the rest of your life. Sometimes, you know, even worse shit happens and other people, like, get hurt because of it. But it's easy to do. Like, like you don't need training. And, you,
1: <laughs> and to that point, to that point, sometimes you go to jail for the rest of your life. Guess who pays for jail? It's right. not the fucking people in it. It's us. Yeah, we're they, paying for these people to go to jail. We're paying for them to have a place to sleep and to be able to eat. And I'm not I'm not I'm not downplaying. I'm not speaking out against that. What I'm saying is we can limit that. We can make we can make it so fewer people go to jail. By things like making college free or like air quote free, uh, making healthcare air quote free, uh, by decriminalizing things that shouldn't be criminalized in the first fucking first place. Like we can, like, so, you know, you save a lot of money on this side
0: if you spend a little bit on this side. Well, and that's, it's something that like people, if you bring it up to them, they, they say that they don't want their tax dollars going to welfare. But, Like if you if like you I've tried to break it down to people before. It's like most of your tax dollars, like I would say, nine dollars and ninety five cents out of every ten dollars goes into a politician's pocket, right? And then, like four of the remaining five, or no, I guess four of the remaining five cents goes into other countries, and maybe one penny of it goes into our country, right? Um, that's okay. Like, why is that okay? People just don't understand. And most of them also think it's okay. Like, even people who didn't like Trump were all up in arms when he was talking about the bill that they were trying to push. And he was pushing back against it because it was like millions of dollars were going to this country. Millions of dollars were going to that country, but only $600 were going to citizens. And that's a good point. And people were upset about that. Mm -hmm. Now, granted, he was only doing it because he was on his way out and, you know facing charges of treason. <laughs> but it's still a point and people were rightly up in arms over it like why the fuck are like trillions of dollars being sent overseas and like like I've missed a year of work and I get $600 to help me out? Right. Like so it's like the logic is there. It's just for some reason if like Bernie Sanders is like, "Well, actually, you know, most of your money is getting wasted." We could, you, we could use that instead to, like, make it so you don't have to pay a million dollars a year in health care. Or oh, we can send your kids to school. Like, we could do that with this money instead of sending it to foreign aid or to foreign countries. People are like, you fucking commie.
1: Right. <laughs> and
0: he's figured it out. Like, he's come
1: out and said, hey, I figured out a way to do this. Right. We tax the rich a little more. Like, he's not even saying. Like, even it's like a tiny bit yeah. He's not even saying, like, we walk up to a billionaire and take away 99 you know, 99 million or nine hundred ninety nine million nine hundred ninety nine thousand whatever of those dollars and make them, you know, a millionaire now. And so they don't like, he's just saying tax them a little bit more. And with this amount of taxing for all the billionaires, now we can pay for all of this. They're not hurt because they're not going to fucking notice it. And nobody needs that amount of money. Like nobody, you don't need a billion dollars. You don't even need a fucking million dollars. Okay you really don't you don't you don't need it you fucking don't you especially don't need a billion or more so you tax them more you don't need a trillion dollars so fuck you Jeff Bezos Yeah. you don't (sighs) need that kind of money so you you tax them a little bit more not even enough to hurt them just a little bit more and with that tax you have all this money so now guess what hey you're 17 years old worrying about how you're going to pay for college because you want to go off and you want to do something with your life guess what don't worry about it anymore. Maybe you have to pay a little bit of money to buy a book or maybe you got to go buy a laptop for something. But guess what? I would rather take and spend $1,000 on a good laptop for school than have to spend $1,000 on a good laptop for school plus $8 million for school itself. Right. So like shut the fu- – just fucking yeah, I do it. Also, also, and I understand that we would have to have representation for this, but guess what? We kind of already fucking do. So I don't want to hear people say, well, you know, then they'd have to be represented in the government. They are. Tax the churches.
0: Yeah, really. Because
1: there are so many goddamn Christians in government and so many government officials who try to use their stupid-ass religious beliefs to drive fucking public policy, which, by the way, is already in violation of separation of church and state. But, you know, we don't give a shit about that, and neither does our fucking Supreme Court, apparently. So fuck it tax the shit out of them. Because, did you know that they have, that churches have a national holiday where they so, one of the stipulations for them being tax exempt is they are not allowed to tell people how to vote. Like, that's if you're a uh, non-profit company or, or organization of any sort and you're tax exempt, you don't get to just tell people, hey, you should vote like this. That's one of the rules. Churches have a national holiday where a bunch of fucking preachers will literally video themselves telling their congregation how they should vote in the upcoming elections and send that shit to the IRS as a double dog dare to do something about it, and the IRS never fucking does. Yeah. So tax them.
0: Yeah. There's... I don't know. It's just... It's one of those things where it's like, you know that the foundation is there within the mind of the average American, but something... Like, they're latching onto something to make them think of it wrong. It was like, um, when... When Sanders was running in the presidency again, and there was areas where he didn't get the black vote,
1: mm-hmm.
0: like okay, he didn't appeal to black to black voters, um, and I don't like this guy. Like he marched for civil rights with Martin Luther King Jr. He was arrested on I think
1: several occasions in civil rights marches.
0: Like who the fuck else could you fucking want right to to represent you? That would be like I, I like man, I I don't even know a better metaphor for that.
1: Yeah, I don't like and I guess I don't know, maybe you know, whoever didn't vote for him, I'm sure they, whatever reasons
0: they had. But I don't know.
1: I don't get it either. Yeah, because that's the thing. It'd be like
0: a racist not voting for, like, the leader of the KKK.
1: Right, or, you know, be like a racist not voting for Donald Trump. Yeah, Yeah. well,
0: one and the same. Yeah, basically. But, Um, like, it's just, I don't get it. It was like, I don't know. It's, there's, I think it's, it comes down to the divide. Like, a lot of, um... A lot of areas that are are Demo- or not Democratic, uh, Republican areas, are also a lot of poor areas. Yeah. And, you know, poor areas are usually not, like, they don't have very good schools, they don't right. have very good foundations. You would think that they would want somebody who is specifically like, I want to make that better for you. But... They almost always go the other way. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just a, a thing of the divide. It's because they're red and it's usually not the people red who are pushing those things. It's usually blue people or independent people who are pushing those things. Um and so now it's just like, Well, I don't like I don't like any of you.
1: Right. Yeah, Regardless
0: people- of it's like I have cancer and that doctor has the cure for cancer, but he voted blue now, I think I'll just take the cancer. Right, I'll just die.
1: I need to. I need to see that. I, I got to see if there was actually a good reason that Bernie Sanders didn't get the black vote.
0: Well, I think part of it was that the Democratic Party was so actively campaigning against him.
1: Okay, here we go. So March tenth, an article from March tenth, twenty twenty, on the Atlantic. Uh, Bernie Sanders reached out to black voters. Why didn't it work? Uh, I'm going to kind of skim through this a little bit and okay. hit, on, uh, hit on some major points here. And yeah, my God, the Democratic Party went hard against Bernie, didn't they? Yeah. Like, I voted Democrat just because it. I'm not fucking dealing with another four years of Trump. But Jesus, like, Bernie, like, even in the initial election, I voted for Hillary Clinton, but Bernie Sanders was the choice. Like, I wanted Bernie. I wanted Bernie bad, and I wanted him again. But again he didn't get it because fuck him I guess. Fucking stupid ass democratic fucking national convention bullshit cocksuckers. Alright, hold up, hold up. I'm reading through this. Um
0: uh, See, this is why we we usually at one point throughout the episode, I think every week we come back to this like this is why we need a uh producer. Someone who can look this stuff up for us.
1: Yeah, we we absolutely do.
0: Is there anything worthwhile in there? I'm still looking. I mean, it it doesn't really matter. One way or another, they didn't... He didn't get the vote, and... You know, then... The bad years happened, and... Again, he didn't get the vote, and now... We have uh, old man Biden, who... (laughs) I'm not, like... I'm not I don't know. I'm not in favor of really any politician besides like Sanders for the most part. I mean, most of them have proved again and again, very publicly, that they're pretty corrupt. So, like I don't have any uh special attachment uh, uh, I don't uh, attachment, I guess, to to Biden or um is it uh how do you say her name, the vice president? I don't want to butcher it. Uh I believe it's Kamala. Kamala? Kamala, Kamala. Harris? Kamala I think that's right. Like, if I, if
1: that's wrong, correct me. Yeah, I, don't but have I think any, it's Kamala Harris.
0: I don't have any attachment to them. But I do love a good joke. Like, I'm happy that Donald Trump didn't get the presidency. But, I man, some of those Biden jokes that are floating around about him being senile are so goddamn funny. And I can respect a good joke. How's it going over there, Trevor?
1: Uh, So apparently, um, and even Sanders admitted this himself, it was uh, it was that a lot of his campaigning, um, especially in 2016, early on, he didn't do enough to uh, get black voters like excited for him. Like in his speeches and stuff, he didn't he didn't touch on those the issues that that black people face enough. Um, You know, and even he said at one point in an interview that, yeah, my speeches were way too white. So, like, he he basically it comes down to, like, he didn't he didn't touch enough on, like, what he was going to do about, like, the the issues that black people have to face, the violence and the racism and everything like that. But
0: no one did.
1: No, I will agree. But the problem is, is, like, technically speaking, Donald Trump didn't win that election either. Like, Hillary Clinton, if you look at the numbers, she had the popular vote. But this is America, and popular vote don't mean shit. It's
0: all about what the Electoral College wants. So, you know. Right. Because— But that's that's another thing. Like, she is just as evil as Donald Trump, just in the other way. Like, she's just a career criminal, and he's just like—he's, like, flashy. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I don't know. It's—still. Um, I mean, but that that still points to another issue in this country, because that's not the first time it happened. Like, we lo- like Al Gore lost to Bush for the same fucking reason. Yeah, won the popular popular vote. But lost the Electoral yeah. College, yeah. Because we, like, okay, so yeah, there was a time when the Electoral College made sense, but there was also a time when it was honest. Yeah, so like the right electoral now it college, doesn't. Yeah, the Electoral College is supposed to cast its vote in favor of the popular vote of the representative group. However, there is no actual, like, law or rule in place that says
0: they have to, I well, guess. So. so it it goes state by state. And, uh, like, about half of the states don't require it. So they're free to vote however they want to. Yeah,
1: which is fucking ridiculous.
0: Yeah. Like, it— There's no no (laughs) check. Like, there's no check to that, like, a system of checks and balances there. All they have to do to fix it is make it so that it is mandatory nationwide. They have to follow the popular vote.
1: All they have to do to fix it is abolish the fucking electoral college in general. It's fucking stupid. Popular vote is all that matters. Like, that should be what it is. Period. And yeah. you know what? That might mean at times that candidates I don't like win. But hey, if it's done in a fair manner, then that's just how it is. Like that and that'll happen.
0: Like see, so people like usually say that that means that like the argument to that is that means California and um New York are going to pick the presidency every time. And that, I, I guess I don't understand that because like there's what, like um, however many people, like say there's, like we're going to scale it down. Say there's like 100 people in the country, right? 100 mm-hmm. voters. Mm-hmm. And if, you know, they're spread out throughout the country, it doesn't matter if 50 of them are in one state and 2 of them are in another state and 12 of them are in another state like all the way up to 50 or all the way up to 100 like if every individual is voting then there's still a percentage chance that you're going to get it right right because like people like it's my understanding like okay so like um New York and LA are both blue right yeah but I not so. every single person in those things are blue like right. there are republicans that live in those mm-hmm. areas there are lots of them so if you if you went just like state by state where everyone was required to vote with their like congressperson or whoever like if they have if if they have like a like a democratic majority if everyone was required to vote democrat because they had a democrat majority then i could see how the bigger places would automatically overrule the smaller places. Right. But that's not the case. Like, if everyone got their own free fucking choice... Which is how it is. Then... Well, sort of, I mean... Then it wouldn't be a problem, right? Yeah. Because Because then it would still come down to whoever the most individual people picked is the winner. Right.
1: Which is how it should be. And I think the reason is that people are like, fucking, they latch onto the electoral college and they can't stop... Like, they're stuck in this thought of, like, well, state by state, so this state's population matters. No, it doesn't. Not not at this point. Like, there was a time when, yeah, sure, it probably did. You know, there was a time when, you know, like, as this country was growing, there were a lot fewer people in the Midwest than there were on the East Coast. And that, and, you know, their vote still should count, right? So, yeah, I can see there was a time when an electoral college made sense, sure. But that's just not... It's not practical anymore because there are fewer people in, say, Nebraska than there are in California, but there are more people in the Midwest as a region than there are in California as a state. And the fact of the matter is, is that we're so spread out and this entire country is so populated now that the electoral college is useless like it there's no point to it now we don't need and you know if you absolutely have to cling on to having this antiquated fucking system then yeah every state it should be mandatory federally mandated that the electoral college votes based on the popular vote of the state period like that's just how it should be
0: yeah i don't see what the what the issue is there and maybe i maybe i just i'm i'm not understanding how people are getting to like the majority vote or just like the individual votes. Like maybe I'm just reading wrong what their argument is, but that's been my understanding is that they like, that's, that's usually what they say is that then the bigger places were overwhelm overwhelm the smaller places. But I just don't see how that works because if you're breaking them individually, then it's one vote by one vote. It's not group by group. So it shouldn't matter. Right. I mean, you wouldn't think, but I think
1: what it, I think what it comes from is like, you know, like California is generally a blue state. Right. So there's a lot of Democratic voters in California. And, you know, if we do like there, I think they're thinking about it like if you do it by popular vote. Well, California has, you know, three times the population of, say, Iowa. And if, you know, 98 percent of California votes blue and 98 percent of Iowa votes red, that blue vote will still overwhelm the red vote in Iowa because they have a higher population.
0: Yeah, but the thing is, is, yeah,
1: the thing is, is that you still, you know, it's still going to run into that same issue where it's not just a few states. One has a bigger population than the other. There's 50 states. Every uh, naturalized citizen who isn't a felon and all these other fucking stipulations, uh, who is 18 or older, is legally allowed to vote in every single one of those states. So no the population doesn't matter anymore because it's not how it works anymore now it should just be popular vote and that's the thing like these things these things were put in place to change like the, like people talk about the, like you hear this argument against with the constitution like well you can't change the constitution yes you can that's why we have amendments and right. the constitution was originally described as a living document which means it is supposed to change with the time What worked for the Constitution when it was written doesn't necessarily work now, which is why there should be changes made to the Constitution. There should be more amendments put in place. There should be things put in place. For example, I'm not saying we should abolish the Second Amendment. I'm not saying we should make guns illegal. I'm just saying, you know, maybe your average Joe jackass down there doesn't need a 50 caliber fucking sniper rifle. You know, that seems pretty reasonable. You know, you want to have a shotgun? You want to have a pistol? Fine. I don't give a shit. But I don't think you need a fully automatic fucking weapon. You have no use for it. Get out of here.
0: Yeah, I think there's probably some limits. I'm not I, I'm in a weird spot with the Second Amendment. Because like I I think that a person should be able to own guns if they want to. Though I also think that there should be like I don't know, a better schooling, I guess, for it. There like, should be training. There there point. are a lot of other places where like so this argument has ha- come up before, uh, with it comes up always every every time there's like a uh, shooting, whether it's in school or just any kind of public shooting, where you know people are like, you know, we shouldn't have guns, and other people are like, no, you can't take our rights away, and blah blah blah, and other countries have just as many guns as as we do, and blah blah blah, and like one of the things like I think I think it's funny. I don't remember what country it was. This has been a little while now since we were having the conversation, and I and I looked it up, but uh, someone mentioned there's a another country where it's like fifty percent. Of the people have guns like it's it's like or, or something like that and it's like super regular for people just have a gun in their home and so then I, I looked it up and I looked into that country and also in that country it was also um, countrywide it was mandated it was a law in that country that every single person had military training every yep. single one as soon as you hit of age you have to get basic training
1: you do well yeah I know what country you're talking about I can't I, can't, I, think, it, I think it was it, I think it was Sweden something like um, that. something like that or maybe Switzerland, one of those. It was a northern European country, and yeah, it's 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 law there that every person of age, once you become of age, you have to spend two years in the military, the country's military. You are required to do two years of service, right, in the military. So
0: a uh, duh, right? So like, it's, like yeah, a lot of veterans have guns. We know how to fucking use <laughs> like, them, and it's not it's like not an issue. And like I guess I probably wouldn't really be. I wouldn't really have an issue with that so much. But it's just like – I figured like it, there's no – there's nothing to stop anyone from just going out and buying a gun. Like you, you, all you have to do is just be old enough and not be a violent criminal.
1: Yeah. Well, there are some places they do like a waiting period, but uh, in the Midwest here, like Nebraska, Iowa, not, and whatnot – Like, in Nebraska, if you want to buy a shotgun or a rifle or something like that, what they call a long gun, Mm -hmm. you can walk the fuck in. uh, You do a 10-minute background check, show that you're of legal age, you don't even need a special license for it, pay the money, and walk out with it a pistol you have to go to your your local police station pay 5 dollars wait for a handgun license to show up to you that you have to renew like every few years or whatever it's 5 bucks every time and as long as you have that then you can go in and buy a pistol and walk out with it after 15 minutes
0: yeah see i think it's just like i'm in a weird place with it just cuz like i'm kind of torn between thinking like there should be some limits and thinking that there shouldn't be any limits like cuz in one thing like i feel like you should probably If you have the money and you have the means to get a hold of something, it should, I guess, kind of be your prerogative if you want to buy it. But in the other sense, like, I feel like it's weird. Like, I kind of want a tank. But you don't need a tank. I don't need a tank for any reason. But if, like, war broke out and, like, it was on our soil, I'd feel better if I had a tank. Yeah, but... um. That's what the military's for, I get that, but as a private citizen, like you can buy as a private citizen, you can buy a fighter jet,
1: yeah, if you have the money,
0: so like in that same like in that same vein, I feel like I should probably be able to buy just about anything
1: well, generally, you can, but here's the thing a lot of times about stuff like that is they will be dearmed like all their weapon systems will be taken off and 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 they won't have. Like, yeah, you might be able to buy a jet and it'll probably still fly and everything, but you, like, you can't just, Right, like, it's not going to have, like, Yeah, you're not going to have systems. guns and missiles and shit, and you're not even going to be, like, you... I mean, you could probably get that stuff put back on illegally and for a, an exorbitant amount of money, but... Uh, but if
0: you're rich enough to buy a fucking fighter no, jet, yeah. then it's probably not a problem. <laughs>
1: but that's the thing. Like, you can't just buy a fighter jet that's ready to go. Like, I mean, I, I guess unless you're a politician.
0: I guess that's... I guess, that's, but, I guess uh, that's true. It's just weird. I, like, I don't know. It's just, it's just weird on the like the dichotomy of free versus, like, realism, I guess. Like, you don't need... You can buy a flamethrower.
1: No, oh, you can go to your hardware store and buy a flamethrower.
0: But, like, you don't need one. Like, you'll never... Well, like, there's no good reason to have a flamethrower.
1: Well, okay, so, like, the ones you get at your hardware store for burning weeds. Oh, like, yeah. you can't, like... They use, like, little propane tanks and everything like that. Now, two, you could probably find somewhere where you could buy like a fucking flamethrower they used to cook the japanese soldiers in world war Two. you don't fucking need it though because you're not going to be cooking anybody i hope and if you're cooking with a flamethrower i feel like there are better ways
0: yeah i just i don't know i think maybe uh, rather than like more gun laws because i really when it comes to like laws most of the stuff like if if something involves a gun like some kind of crime it immediately becomes like a huge deal Like, stealing something from a gas station is mostly, like, a slap on the wrist. Depending on how many times you do it. Right. But robbing something from a gas station with a gun will get you, like, 20 years. Right. So, I mean, there's already the threat there of just even having a gun on you and doing something wrong is, like, substantially worse than just doing something illegal. I think probably what, like what would solve a lot of the issues is just better gun like knowledge a lot of people have guns and not a lot of people actually know anything about using them
1: well and that was an argument that was used against the idea of well people should just be able to carry guns wherever they want like no probably not because here's the thing yeah you can get a concealed carry permit and it takes like a weekend of like a little bit of safety training and whatnot like that now I mean, we talked about, we already touched on what soldiers go through for training to be able to know when and and why to shoot at people. We talked about how poor the police force is and with their training on when and how and why to shoot at people. So do you
0: really think
1: that a weekend course on gun safety is enough for your average dunk motherfucker well, to be able to just, like, carry a gun in it. But
0: that's what I said. That's what solves most of the problems. Well, no, that's it's what I'm more... th- like,
1: I'm agreeing with you. Gotcha. Is what I, I thought you were saying, no, like, no, no, I was wrong. No, no, I'm agreeing with you, and I'm just, like, generally, like, you in general, not, gotcha. like, you specifically. But, like, I'm agreeing with... So, like, you get a weekend course, and, like, the cops get more training than that, and military gets even more training than that, and you're getting a week... And, like, the... Like, a lot of times the military does shit wrong. Soldiers do shit wrong all the time. They fire at the wrong time or whatever. And they're pretty heavily punished for it. You get the cops who are just fucking murdering people left and right, you know, and they hardly ever get in trouble for it. Um, But then you're going to have your average fucking podunk dumb fuck who's carrying around a pistol thinking he's going to be Mr. Fucking Hero. And, you know, somebody's going to try to rob a gas station and he's going to be the good guy with a gun and he kills somebody who's an innocent because he doesn't know what the fuck he's doing.
0: Right, because you imagine, like, just with anything else, you get better the more you do it, right? Right. And yeah. most people, I think, will buy a gun, and maybe they'll even take, like, a little safety course or something. But they don't, like, practice with that gun. Like, there are some people I know that go to, like, gun ranges and stuff, and, like, mostly because it's fun just to, you know, target shoot or whatever and, you know, all that stuff. I know there's some places where they're at, like, tactical ranges where they actually work with you. And things like that. But the vast majority of people who have guns definitely don't do those things. Well, and not to mention there's a
1: huge difference between shooting at targets where you know where they are and what's going to happen when your bullet goes through that target. And shooting at people in a crowded place and having no fucking clue. Right. You know, because guess what? Depending on the caliber of weapon you're carrying, chances are that bullet's going to pass through the person you're shooting, whether it's the person you meant to shoot or not, and into somebody behind them. Or if you're just panic shooting, chances are you're going to shoot somebody innocent. You might even kill a kid, and that's probably
0: not something you want on your conscience, I guess, unless you're a cop. Um, but, yeah, so that's, I think the, the training thing goes a long way. Like, I think if everybody was a veteran, I don't think anyone would care about anyone carrying a gun because everyone's kind of on, like, yeah. keel.
1: Yeah, I, I, I mean, people probably feel a hell of a lot safer about it, too. But there are other factors for that country, too.
0: There's a lot less people. Well, there's less people. (laughs) That's a big thing.
1: It's a way more socialist country, which means everything else about that country is better anyway. Like, it's not just like everybody spends time in the military, so now we feel safer because they have a gun. No, they have good health care. They have good uh, educational system. Like, crime rates are way lower. People tend to be happier. Money's better. You know, like, there are so many, like, that's the thing, too. Like, there are so many factors that go into this that isn't just, do you know how to use the gun? because there are plenty of fucking veterans there are plenty of soldiers who come back and they have such a shitty life because our country doesn't take care of the, its veterans that end up using their knowledge for bad things just that's so true. they can get by well, there's it, way more to it than just do you know how to use a gun yes that's a big factor and it should absolutely be a requirement right but that's not the only thing that we'd have to we'd have to change there are a lot of different things
0: also i want to point out i wish i could just I, I wish I had like a megaphone that would reach across the entire country to everyone who needs to hear it. And that is this No one is taking your guns away. Nope. No one is taking your guns away. Nobody's. Say it with me. I'll go real slow. No one is taking my guns away. You know, the point I'm trying to make is that no one's taking the fucking guns. No it's, one has ever taken the guns. No one's ever going to take the guns. No one's even talking no. about taking the guns. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Do you know how many fucking guns are floating around the country? Do you know, like, do you know how fucking, even if, even if, like, even if they really wanted to make a go at it? Do you know how goddamn impossible? It would be to round up all the fucking guns floating around in this country. It's not a real thing. No one is trying to take guns. People might talk about gun control. People might talk about gun laws. People might talk about making it harder to get certain things or not letting you buy certain things anymore. But no one is going to come to your house, knock on your door, and ask for your guns or throw you in jail. That is not real, and please stop talking about it. Nobody's ever said that. Not a single politician.
1: Everybody talks about, like, well, Obama said this, and Clinton said this. They never said anything like that. Right? You know who did say that, though? You know, who, you know who stood up and fucking announced that that was going to happen? The NRA and gun companies. And guess who stands to benefit from people panic buying guns, gun accessories, and ammunition? The NRA and gun
0: companies, you fucking retards. Yeah, it's just that bugs me so much because it's never been a real narrative. People talk about, like... How are we going to solve this gun crime issue and things like that? And sometimes you like obviously on the Internet where there's a lot of fucking idiots floating around, you get people like, well, we need to take guns away. That's not a real thing. Nope. It's way not. Nope. It's it's just not stop fucking talking about it. Right. It's not even a threat. No one wants to take your guns away. And I'll tell you this, like I'll, I'll lay it flat out, even if the even if the government maybe did say something about that at some point in the future it's 100 percent a bluff you know why do you know one of like it's not the only reason but one of the biggest reasons that the united states doesn't get invaded is because we're a goddamn army of people that have weapons and aren't afraid to just shoot openly at anything at any time
1: which we've proven on multiple occasions uh I mean, you know, we can just look at the school shootings for that fact.
0: Like, we Um, we don't care. Like, that's, like, the United States, we we benefit from all of, like, the countries that really kind of want to get at us. They have to really travel to kind of get at us. Yeah. I mean, uh, there's ballistic missiles and there's ships and planes and all that stuff, and that, that obviously helps. But to get boots on the ground, they have to travel. And here's the thing. Like, do you know why, like, in World War II when we stormed the beaches, how that was awful because they were able to, like, set up and your only fucking option was run across open fucking beach. Mm-hmm. That's what our entire fucking country is. Right. We have, a, we have a military. We have a lot of really cool weapons that can do really cool shit. Stuff that they don't even talk about because they don't want you to know until they shoot you with it. <laughs> right. But wh- beyond that, we also have an entire population that is armed to the fucking teeth and just waiting for the opportunity yeah. to shoot somebody. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, and to your point about the invasion, like, it, going back to World War Two as an example, there was uh, an island nation that uh, was smaller, way smaller population, didn't have nearly the size of military that Hitler did, and Hitler couldn't fucking take them, and that was England, and that is because they were a fucking island, and their air force was badass, um, but he couldn't, like, he couldn't... He, he even fucking hitler figured it out he's like well shit if i try to you know launch ground troops across this fucking massive fucking waterway to land there by the time they get there they're just going to be fucking all dead so i can't do that i got to like pound them from the air for a while first and try to weaken them and then and he couldn't fucking make it happen he couldn't and it's the same thing here anybody who really wants to like destroy our country they live in places one right now, at least, or for the most part, one, that are landlocked, so they don't even know how to use a fucking boat, probably, and two, they don't have the money to do it, and three, they'd have to cross one or the other massive fucking ocean in which our Navy patrols, our Air Force would patrol, our Navy pilots would patrol, any kind of fucking fighter plane we have, bomber, jet, otherwise, would patrol, submarines would patrol, and then, if any of them happen to make it to the country alive, you have one of the biggest military forces the world has ever seen just standing there, like, fucking looking at them. Right. Not to mention... So, like, they're not even going to get past... They're probably not going to get past that to get to you anyway. And a lot of the fucking reasoning people use is like, well, i got to be able to defend myself in case my government turns against me. One, the government doesn't give a shit about you. You're not even on their fucking radar. Like, they don't care about you. Two... You have an AR-15, which is, unless you've modified it illegally, which I'm sure a lot of people have, is a semi-automatic fucking 5.56 millimeter weapon. They don't have particularly high, you know, uh, they're not particularly big bullets. Um, Now you can get ones that are bigger and you can get other weapons that have bigger rounds and all this stuff. But guess what the military has? Everything you can't own. They have tanks and they have jets that'll bomb the shit out of you and they have fully automatic weapons and heavily armored vehicles that are specifically designed for urban assault situations to just drive into a fucking building, let people out and kill everybody inside. They have weapons on on, on armored vehicles that are specifically designed. To punch a hole in another armored vehicle and cause a vacuum effect so goddamn powerful that it sucks the people who are inside the vehicle out the hole out the other side. Yeah. So your fat fucking ass in your stupid fucking armor that doesn't even fit you because you're a fat piece of shit isn't going to do a goddamn thing against the United States military if... And they wouldn't, but if the government ever decided to mobilize that military against your shitty little compound in the middle of bumfuck nowhere. So shut the fuck up, sit down, you don't need a fucking automatic weapon.
0: Yeah, well, and it's just like, it's one of those things where it's, there's no, there's such a big divide between the military and the random ass militias that are floating around. Like, it's really not worth the trouble to disarm you right like Like it's more of a benefit for average people to have weapons because that's just another fucking deterrent from like anyone else like people have like this idea that americans are all just like gun toting like (laughs) like it Like caricatures that would just have guns and are just willing to shoot anything Mm -hmm. that doesn't look fat and white. Like, that, it's, it's, it's better for the country, I suppose, that our enemies think that it's hard to get through just the normal people. So why would they try to fucking disarm you?
1: Right. Not to mention, nobody is trying to disarm you. They're just saying, you know. It's
0: just not even a thing.
1: For the safety of everybody, like, I never heard any reasonable politician or person actually say, we're going to outlaw guns. You know, I heard some people saying, you know, maybe you don't need, like, what they were calling assault rifles. Maybe you don't need that. Right. You know, because there's no practical use for them. And there isn't. There isn't. There is no practical, like, you can shoot targets with it. That's about it. Like there are laws in a lot of states for you know people would say, well, I'll use it for hunting. Okay, but there are laws in a lot of states where you can only have so many so many
0: bullets in your gun at one time while you're hunting. Right, and well, and even that, like, there's a lot of when it comes to hunting re- regulations, there's a lot of them where you can't use like past a certain caliber. Right. Well, and, and you know, yeah, you can't
1: use higher or lower than certain calibers, right? Right. Because like at one point, like. If you go too low of a caliber, you may not kill the animal outright or quick enough, and it may suffer. Right, um, which is why I believe in the state of Nebraska, five point five six is the lowest caliber you can use on big game. I could be wrong about that; it might be lower than that, or that might be too low. I'm not sure, but I think that's about as low as you can go. And on the flip side of that, have you ever seen what a fifty caliber round will do to anything?
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, like you, it's not. Uh- it's not for the squeamish.
1: No. Okay. So like I've got some friends who who like guns. You know, they have some pistols and they have some rifles and stuff. They collect guns and whatnot. And that's fine. It's whatever, you know. Um, but, you know, and I enjoy shooting guns. It's fun. It is. It's a lot of fun to just go out there and fucking like blow something away. You know, it's a good time. It's a lot of fun. But I always make this joke. Like if I'm hanging out with my friends and they're at a gun show or looking, you know, like a a sporting goods store looking at guns or whatever, I always make this joke whenever I see a Barrett 50 Cal. Which, for those of you who are unaware, a Barrett 50 Cal is a 50 caliber essentially sniper rifle. Um, It is actually used in the military as a sniper rifle. It's not like a widespread thing. It's not like every sniper in the military uses a Barrett 50 Cal, but it is one of the weapons that can be used. Is used in the military for certain. Uh, applications now a barrett 50 cal round is fucking massive it's huge um and if it hits something that something is just obliterated so i always make the joke that a barrett 50 cal rifle is great for moose hunting if you're planning to moose hunt in canada from your back porch in nebraska it's perfect
0: yeah it's so yeah and i've heard i've I've obviously heard people talk about outlawing things where they're like, you know, maybe the average citizen doesn't need a gun that can shoot a thousand rounds a second. Um, I think they're not wrong. Right. Um, I'm still like, I, I I still kind of fall in that weird kind of position where it's like, I don't know. I'm torn between the freedom of being able to do whatever the fuck I want to do. And the, realism of like yeah but there's some things that you really just shouldn't for the safety of everyone involved you probably just shouldn't but like it's that's at least something that i can get like that that, like i understand like Mm. but there's still no one out there who's gonna like like we live in the midwest right guns are prevalent oh yeah you and i right now could drive for 10 minutes uh actually not even 10 minutes because i know a guy who sells guns in between here and the next town we could just go there right now and we could have guns like faster than someone could listen to this podcast
1: mm-hmm. oh, like
0: yeah. they're prevalent they are everywhere and no one is coming to round them up like i just that fucking drives me crazy yeah. no one's taking your guns and and here's the thing
1: like yes you have a constitutional right to bear arms second amendment i understand that but your rights do not trump other people's rights. Like, that, that's just a fact of the matter. And if something is problematic, like you said, something that's fully automatic and can shoot a crazy amount in a, in a short amount of time, and if that particular gun is used very commonly in school massacres and things like that, I'm sorry, but your right to own that gun doesn't trump the right of those kids to live yeah. So, you know, nobody's saying you don't get to have guns. They're just saying you don't need this gun. Like, you have all these other guns, and those are fine. We're not taking those away. But maybe you can't have this one because here's... Okay, so here's a good example. In Australia, they had a pretty big uh, pretty big issue. It was, like, it was called a... I can't remember exactly what it's referred to as, but it was kind of like a massacre. It was like a big school shooting or something like that. And I think it was uh, semi-automatic or fully automatic... Um, military style weapon or whatever you want to call it, like it, it was, it was you know just one of those weapons that a person doesn't really need. Like there's no practical purpose for, except you know if you want to go out and shoot targets or whatever. Um, and this person used that in their shooting. Now, mind you, this shooting was like one of the worst they had ever seen, and it still pales in comparison to most of the shootings we have in the United States. And after that, their government made basically a unanimous decision that. You know what? That gun's illegal now. And literally overnight, gun violence fucking dropped. Hard. Because now, you're not allowed to have this particular weapon. So now, you know, it's a lot harder to kill a lot of people all at once. And that's the point. Like, yeah, you can still shoot somebody with a shotgun. You can still shoot somebody with a pistol. You can still do that. But you can't take out with a pistol that holds like 20 rounds... You can't take out as many people as you could with, say, a fucking machine gun that can hold 100 rounds. You can't just stand in a crowd and fucking annihilate everybody without having to reload right. like that. With And, you know, you hear people all the time like, well, what about knives? You can stab somebody. Yes, you can, but two things. One, knives were not invented specifically to kill people or to kill things, guns right. were. Two, you can't commit a mass fucking murder... With a knife, you can't just like fucking kill hundreds of people in one go with a knife before you're stopped.
0: You you have to have like, um, like slasher movie plot armor, right, to get through that many people. (laughs) Yeah, and that that, that's something with like, um, like you do hear about like in the UK that you know guns are illegal in the UK, um, knives aren't, and there is a lot of knife-related crime in the UK. But here's the thing. As it turns out, it's pretty goddamn hard to kill somebody with a knife, right. especially if you don't have a lot of time to deal with before other people are on top of you. You can stab somebody in the fucking heart, and they can survive. Yeah. not saying that they'll always survive, but here's the thing. If you shoot somebody in the heart, they die every goddamn time. Just about. And you they don't even have to that's. shoot them. You don't even have to shoot a person in the heart. Like, if you shoot them in the gut, they're gonna die. There's if a good you, chance, yeah. If you shoot them in the shoulder... They're probably going to die. There's like it's so goddamn easy to kill somebody with a gun versus a knife. Mm. Now, again, I'm not saying that I think we should outlaw guns in general, I, but I do. I do at least understand why people would want to draw a line between the guns that are specific, like the guns that are like actually used for other things versus the guns that are only used to kill people. Because there are some guns that you, that's all that they're for. Like the fucking 50, 50 caliber uh, Barrett. Like that's not for hunting anything. No. Like that is like, that is for killing people at a distance mm-hmm. Um, or, you know, taking out small vehicles. Like it, there are like fully automatic weapons that you do, you don't use those for anything other than combat with other people. Like right. that's specifically what they're for. And, like, I'm not saying that that makes them, like, bad, obviously. There's a use for those. It's just, it's a use that the average person doesn't fucking have. Right. It's like, you wouldn't have the equipment in your house to run a particle accelerator if you're a fucking, like, cell phone salesman. Right.
1: Well, and that's the thing. Like, we already have weapons that are illegal for the average person to have. Like, there is absolutely a use for things like napalm, C four grenades, things like that. But guess what? You can't just fucking put one together in your garage. You can't just go buy an active grenade and fucking decide, well, I'm gonna go out into the countryside and start lobbing some grenades
0: today. Yeah. That's not how it works. It's it's such an issue that if you even buy stuff that can be used to make an explosive, they'll come knocking on your door. Yep. And it, well,
1: if you buy the right stuff.
0: No one no one like bats an eye at that. Right, yeah. It's just it's just when, like, I don't know. I think maybe people think it's like a slippery slope. So, like, well, maybe they'll start with the, the fucking heavy-mounted machine guns, and before you know it, they'll be taking your twenty two, But I don't think that that's ever no. going to happen. No, because,
1: you know, here's the thing. Two things about that. Like, to your point, one, it's a lot easier to survive a stabbing than a shooting. And the reason for that is when a knife enters your body, it does a lot of damage. And it'll do a lot of damage also as it comes out. But a bullet, when it enters your body, it does this cool thing, right, where it goes in, like, fully formed, like, just looking like a normal bullet. And if it comes out, if it comes out, if you've ever paid attention, it comes out all smushed. It's called a mushroom effect. And they're designed to do that so they do more damage. Right. And that's if it comes out. Some calibers travel slowly enough that once they enter a body like once they get slowed down even more by just pushing through initially they don't have enough velocity to exit so they just kind of bounce around inside a little bit doing even more damage on the inside
0: yeah see that's a big kicker too that like people i i don't think enough people realize and i think part of that is because it's not it's not shown right in movies like, oh yeah bullets and, always
1: are like through and through and shit
0: and like you see somebody like in a movie where they'll get like shot in the shoulder and it's like just, you know, tear your t-shirt and wrap it around the hole and then finish killing the bad guys. Right. Like, no. So here's the thing. Like, if a bullet hits a bone, that is a huge fucking issue. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully, it just breaks through that bone and comes out the other side. Mostly, it's going to hit that bone, ride that motherfucker to a different part of your body, and then bounce around there for a little while. Right. Like, that's a fucking issue. Yeah. That's why every fucking gun shot is a huge fucking problem. Yeah. But not every knife shot. It's it's localized. Right. If you stab somebody, it, it can only go in so far in general. Mm. It's also difficult because it's just what you can do with your arm, and you have to go through tissue and sinew and muscle and bone. And then if you stab somebody with a knife and you hit a bone, yeah, that fucking knife's probably not coming back out. Right. Like, it's going to be stuck there. But you know, And here's
1: the other thing about a knife. Like, it does a lot of damage going in. Like, anything that stabs you will do quite a bit of damage going in. Right. But... If it doesn't get pulled back out, then that's actually a good thing. Because now it's just kind of sitting there. It's not doing any more damage than it already has. And it's actually plugging the fucking wound. Right. Like, And that's another thing. Bullets don't plug a wound. When they hit, they cause a wound. They bounce around or they just pass through, maybe. And then you're bleeding out of two holes a lot a knife doesn't allow you to bleed as much because it's kind of plugging up the hole it made a little bit. Not, Don't get me wrong. You're not just going to like magically not bleed. You're still going to bleed, and a lot. Right. But you're not going to bleed as much.
0: Yeah. Well, it's just like, I don't know. People underestimate how wild it can get when a bullet goes off or like when a bullet hits something. And like uh, there was a guy I used to work with who had uh, like – there was a day that we were sitting in a work truck and we were eating lunch and I happened to look over and I saw that his finger – uh, his ring finger was just gushing blood, mm-hmm. and uh, he wasn't even. It was like it wasn't even real to him. I was like, "Uh, dude, like you're kind of cut up there." And he's looking. And he's like, "Oh shit!" So he like cleans it off, and he packages it up, and then he's like checking himself out. And I was like, "Like that was a big fucking chunk out of your finger. Like how did you not realize?" Right. And it, he was also like, I mean, at this point, me and him worked, uh, it was when I worked in a coal mine. And so, I mean, he was all dirty, covered in fucking coal dust and, and dirt and scorio, and, like oil and shit. The kind of stuff that kind of burns when it gets into things. Right, And it's uh, so like, how did you not notice? And he's like, oh, I can't feel uh, like these three fingers. Like he, he could feel his, his uh, forefinger and his thumb. And that was it on that mm-hmm. hand. And I was like, oh, well, that's fucking weird. He's like, oh, yeah, I had a gunshot wound. I was like, really? And he goes, yeah. He's like, dumbest fucking thing. He's like, I was actually hunting with some buddies, and like, one of his buddies went to put their gun in the back of the truck while he was doing something in the back of the truck, and it fucking went off, and it it, it shot him in the wrist, mm-hmm. and when it hit his wrist, the bullet rode the bone all the way up his arm, around his elbow, and then blew out the back of his shoulder, and uh, since then, like, he's got real finicky, like feeling throughout the whole kind of the whole arm and that's why he can't feel half of his hand. But it was like, it was just like one of those things where it's like, that was just, that, that was a hunting rifle hitting a wrist. Right. And it was able to like, and e- even that, like at close range, a hunting rifle, like this is something that you use to kill a fucking large animal. Right. And it still, instead of just going through his fucking wrist, hit a bone and rode that to a completely different part of his body mm-hmm. and caused fucking problems all the way up Like that's a fucking problem. Here here's a thing that you learn in
1: like a hunter safety course. At least I did when I because I I used to hunt, so I had you know, and one of the laws is you have to take a hunter safety course. Makes sense, right? One of the things I learned is don't ever shoot a rifle at water. Because a bullet can ricochet off water. Makes sense. Yeah. Like a like a like a like a pond or something like that. It can ricochet off. I imagine it'd be like skipping a stone. Yeah, basically. If it hits it at the right angle, it'll just ricochet it'll fucking Ricochet right off of water. So yeah, I mean a Like you fucking you,
0: it's but anyway. Well fucking so gigantic. it comes down it comes down to this because we've gone a little over three hours. So uh
1: <laughs> Little bonus content for us being gone so long.
0: Yeah, we're making up for it. So uh to to kind of recap, you know, uh no one's taking your guns. There's a lot of good that democratic socialism can do. A lot. Um, racism sucks. Yeah. Uh, cops need better training. Absolutely. And, man, I'm over comic book movies. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and, and cops don't need military-style weapons. Or gear. Right. Right, right, right. And neither do civilians, you fuckers.
0: Um, but, yeah. So, I think that's a... Man, we... I think that's a good place to stop. I agree. All right. Well...
1: It was a fun one, though.
0: Yeah, it was. Um, and... So, uh, coming up, I'm not sure when uh, it's going to happen, but we do have some kind of exciting stuff happening uh, where hopefully we'll get some guests in here, um, all with some interesting stuff to talk about, and uh, we'll touch more on that as it comes. But until then, uh, thanks for listening, buddy or everybody, and uh, <laughs> bye. Hey, buddy. <laughs> Hi, buddy.
1: Yeah, all right. Have a good one, everybody. Thanks for listening. Goodbye.
0: Bye. Thank you for listening to Nobody's Podcasting. We hope you enjoyed today's
1: episode. I'm Trevor. And I'm Danny. And if you want more of us Nobodies, you can find us on Facebook or Twitter. Or if you have any questions or suggestions, you can shoot us an email at nobodyspodcasting at gmail.com.